When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Coming soon to Bob and Tom Television. He's a 600-year-old vampire with a diabolically insatiable appetite for human blood and an offensive gastrointestinal ailment. He's Count Flatula. <laughs> Once again, I, Count Flatula, am prowling the streets of Stanchylvania in search of fresh blood. I grow weak. I must drink from this leftover vial of blood. Oh, boy. That's expired. But alas, I see another victim. Count Flatula shall sneak upon her with stealth-like prowess. She will not even see me coming. Woo-hoo! Man, that is stank. Uh, that wasn't me. It must have been a stray dog. Or perhaps the wolfman. Who the hell are you, anyway? I am Prince of the Undead. I am... Count Flatula! <laughs> Prince of the undead, huh? With a sure do smell like something died. Did you just step on a duck? I want to suck your blood. I want to light a match. (laughs) Man, that is nasty. I tire of your insolence. Perhaps you don't understand. I am a vampire. I live in a coffin. I don't know about no coffin. What I do know is I'm gagging. That's Count Flatula. If you don't want to hear him fart, just drive a stake into his heart. He'll tear the pants right off your ass. Then he'll say, It's a gas! Count Flatula! <laughs> Count Flatula. He only comes out at night. Tuesday night, that is, at 8, right after an all-new Law & Order SPD. Only on the Bob & Tom Television Network. Be there! (laughs) When Count Dracula has gas, he's Count Flatula. Of course he is. Of course. (laughs) 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 It's the Bob & Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, chick. Gonna be a big day out of Pat. I can feel it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. There's Ace Cosby. Howdy. I'm Chick McGee. And here he is. Once again, to- totally preoccupied. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. He's getting organized. Never in the room. It's Tom Griswold. Hello, Tom. Hey, hi. Is it just me or... Our, no, it's you. Uh, okay. Whatever you're going to say, it's you. Yeah. I think this is going to be a really good Halloween. 
I'm, uh, I'm noticing. Well, thank God we get that out well, of the last well, year. You know, I mean, oh, sure. yeah, last year was awful. Everybody, Tom <laughs> says it's going to be a great Halloween. Keeping an eye on the trends there. Right. I uh, just I'm seeing uh, more stuff. <laughs> or uh, maybe it's just my new neighborhood. I'm just seeing lots and lots of uh, displays and pumpkins and uh, uh, Draculas. And Jake, he said it like he had giant. a real. He said it like he had a real stock market tip. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody. I don't want to go out on a limb on this thing. Okay. Tapers alert. Here's what I'm thinking. All right, went now. This Halloween, okay. because you went be really to a haunted great. house over the weekend. That's why you're saying. Oh, by the way, I'm an honorary <coughs> Ghostbuster. Well, Thank you very that. much. Yeah, very cool. that was a cool. Film. Yeah, oh, oh, these guys—they have um, like really serious licensed <laughs> Ghostbuster stuff. I didn't know there's a whole <laughs> Ghostbuster organization. <laughs> yeah, on oh, these guys. You Good know, for them. Well I noticed, done. Yeah, I noticed, and they—they—they they, 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 they didn't have a buddy. They had to go triple Venkman, is what they had yeah. to do. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, these guys. I mean, first of all, that the one, uh, the shot that you see me holding the—I think we posted yes, it. Yes, you did. What's that called on that? I, I'm ho- I'm holding that uh, whatever that weapon is. The ghost killer. I, I said a nebulizer, and I think that's what they treat Nebula, asthma with. Nebula, yeah. Yeah. Nebula. I think it could be. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> a nebulizer is what you use when you have asthma. Little kids. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, whatever that gizmo's called, that thing is heavy. Really? I figured it'd be you know kind of a plastic. <laughs> oh, it was real. That's huh? oh, I think it works. <laughs> well, yeah, it's real. You can't be a licensed Ghostbuster without an actual whatever they call it. Yeah, I went, to, I went to went to a haunted house, became an honorary Ghostbuster. But mm-hmm. no, I just meant in general. I just I, I seem to be seeing more stuff Halloween related, and I think it may have something to do with the fact that the the real world is going to hell right now. Therefore, <laughs> the Halloween world is something you know, to kind of distract. There's a couple things going on with you. What's that? It's like uh, <laughs> it's like you're so unaware all the time, but Jim. then when something happens and you you pay attention to it, you're like a newborn baby. Yeah, yes. oh, exactly. Oh, oh my gosh, it's Halloween! And nobody else I love knew. The enthusiasm. Yeah. We're all sick to death of Halloween. But you're uh, I love Halloween. You're right there. It's my least favorite holiday, without a doubt. What? Oh no, least favorite. Least favorite. Are you holiday. kidding? Hands down. Yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, Should not, not even a... be considered a holiday. Oh my! It brings so much joy to people. It's devil worship. And shake this year. Halloween's on a Tuesday, <laughs> so people are going to party the weekend before Halloween. Yep. They're going to party ridiculous. Tuesday night, and I bet you a few of these crazy weirdos they're going to party on November third, chick. Is oh, that the right? following weekend. Yeah. yeah. Give a damn, chick. So are they going to go? Are they going to start Saturday and go to Tuesday? Yes. With the party? Yes. Holy hell. I'm not going to say what or who. What suit are you wearing this year? I am going to do a little Halloween stunt. Oh, God. Does it have to do with on the air or anything in uh, connection with me? No. Okay, good. It does not. not. But no, I I intend to dress up um, (laughs) for Halloween. Oh, good. On the show. Yes. Okay. On the show. All right. Okay. Hmm. Now you just lied. I said, does it have anything to do with me? Yep. No, no, and I'm not. You do- said, is it going to be on the show? No, no I'm not that doing means it. Yet. It deals with us. That means it's us. Oh, I thought you were a dirty liar. Like, like a Chick McGee, like a Chick McGee costume. No, <laughs> you're a dirty liar. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Mister. I don't care if Halloween's on a Tuesday. I'm not celebrating it in here. By gosh, I have a feeling you're going to really like it. I got a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I will not. Okay. Well, the point, my larger point is... Is uh, maybe, it a costume? Maybe it's... It, kind of. Will you... If I'm I not going to give any hints me? at all. Yeah, you will. You'll tell us. Oh, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. It'll happen. I'm not going to say... I, I, I just, I'm not going to tell you anything at all about I'm going to dress up like Kennedy. I'm right. not going to tell you anything at all about <laughs> 
Not Wait with your brain gone, second. right? This is the sixtieth. This is the sixtieth anniversary of the JFK assassination. Oh, Thanks, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. Sixty-three. Wow. Um, There's a, a brand new, believe it or not, uh, documentary coming out on the History Channel here pretty soon. Yeah, there was a Moral. second Creepy. gunman. Moralized. A bunch of bunch of uh, like I'm, I counted like five people. I'd know the na- I'd, names I'd never heard. And they're alive and talking. Yep. Yes, they're on oxygen, but still, they're <laughs> okay. there. All right. All right. Um, so, is no one else has noticed that there seems to be a, a significantly larger amount of ace? You, 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 tra- you travel the three miles from your house to here, and that's about all you do. Uh, notice any more pumpkins or anything? I don't think I've not seen a pumpkin. What's you your... know what? I have seen a lot of. Well, you yeah. should come to my neighborhood. I... The twelve probably during the day. Have you seen the twelve foot high skeletons? Did you hear what just? I happened? heard him. I'm no. trying to ignore it. Erase the race. Now, and now here's the thing. We'll we'll have a little get together yeah. after the show, mm-hmm. and he'll say to Ace, and, "You know, I was just no, kidding. no." And they'll and yeah. they'll bring somebody else in to talk to yes. us, and they'll talk to all of us. They but won't not say him. a thing to th- no, say It's because him. it's because of Ace's car. No, it's not. It's, oh, you, know, you live in a different neighborhood now, but as a kid, there was a neighborhood. There's a cop neighborhood, and every time my black friend came over, he got pulled over on the way. Like, literally every single time. Are you kidding? I swear to oh, God, you guys. Sad. I swear to God. That's I'm going to really do you sad. a favor. It's not great. It's really not great. Are, do you have any plans at all to get uh, thinking about getting your window fixed? Yeah. You do. I, I told you, Ace, you can borrow my how Suburban. Long, you how can, long has it been broken? You can drive my car. Three weeks. Three weeks. Aces rear window is that's like my life. It's a tape job. Six months. I was going to say three months. It's getting cold, Ace. My car was busted up for six months. Okay, Ace needs. uh, I think his window window. just fell down inside. That's probably a five minute repair. They 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 take the inside of the door off and just rehook it into. Let's get it fixed. Tom, that costs a dollar eighty nine. I have been telling Ace he can oh, borrow my Suburban. Water. He can drive it as long as it takes to get the thing fixed. I've got a guy. Ace, just let, let me, me tell you something, Ace. I will let you drive one of my cars if you never come back. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? You can have that car. Wow. That's a hell of a deal. Buy a Dios, my friend. What is it? Ace, you know what? I call this a win-win. That's all. You don't have to put up with me anymore. You got a new car. You just said that on the air, What's the blue book on that? Yeah. Oh, I don't Might concern be. myself Chick, with such things. You drive a nice car. How many weeks do you think it takes Ace to figure out the radio in your car? Oh, <laughs> oh you yeah. fuck up. Oh. Just as long as he doesn't ask me about it, I'm fine. Yeah, I can't figure out mine. Now that you mention it, you I gotta have talk the same to you. system I do. Oh, I'm gonna. You're gonna have to explain something. What's to me. the problem? It's quite user. I thought you were taking lessons. I haven't had time. Ah, um, the guy told you he would show you how to use your car. Yeah, well, there's in a anybody all. who the, do you have? You can supposedly save radio stations. Well, yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. Yes, like I, favorites. Yeah, you go to favorites and it keeps going none, none saved. Because you haven't saved them. I yet. keep saving them. <laughs> You're not saving them, are you? Man, you stink. You can just... you please oh, make sure you save are this you ha- one? Are you hearing a beep when you save the station? <laughs> I, I can't hear anything. You know, my hearing is terrible. Never mind. I'm not helping you. Uh, coming up, we have a, a fascinating. I'm sorry. We have a fascinating story about Ace hearing will tell stuff. You because he'll have my car and then he'll figure it out. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Ace did the rear window. windows are great. It, it's what is it? It's your passenger side rear windows, that right back seat window. Yes, yes. And it's not broken. It's just slipped it down, just slipped down, down the to door the door. Yeah. That's probably yeah, a pretty easy is, repair. Does it do the uh, the highway? Does Wait, it womp, 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 My guy could be here what, in five minutes. You said you don't have time to get your, take your lessons. I don't have time. What? Don't have time. No, no. What do you do all day? What do you do all day? 
That's personal. <laughs> but it's only been broken for three weeks. That's wrong. I don't know if I'm insulted more that you're lying. <laughs> or you're insulted more than you expect me to believe you. Ace, it's been longer or... than three weeks. Okay, we'll get it fixed. Uh, the point is, um, coming up, we have a... Uh, a couple really interesting stories. It was broken in July. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll I'm sure of it. Um, broke it. Uh, <laughs> because I'm the one who broke it. I marked it in my calendar that day. I look forward to I it. I threw a rock on July 12th. Throw Mr. a rock, <laughs> hide your hand. Mr. Godwin, can we do one of your Halloween tributes when we come back? Uh, sure. Okay, and um, I have a feeling. A uh, little bit of NFL action. Gardner Minshew ended up having a great Man, day. Man, did you see the Instagram clip of him breaking down for the team? Chicky brings everybody in. Great team win. He goes, one, two, three, gang. It, it rules. <laughs> I'm telling you, the Indianapolis Colts could have the best backup quarterback in the league. He's pretty darn good. That's great. Uh, this fan was impressed. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now, we'll come back with that. We got a bunch of other cool stuff coming, including a great story about Amish folks. <laughs> um, well, I'm excited. Well, it's going to be a great Halloween. <laughs> even, that sounded racist somehow. How'd you do that? How did hey, you do that? Hey, all you Amish folk. Hey, listen, we have some Amish fans. I've met them. <laughs> well, that makes it okay, then. You can say anything. An Amish fan could probably figure out your car radio faster than you could. And you know where well, else? You know what's well, sad? If they're 17, they What's can. sad, Willie, is that's actually correct. This you portion of the Bob and Tom Show features Chick back home. Simply safe. The design it yourself, do it yourself home security system and now simply safe home security has their revolutionary home monitoring innovation friends the 24 7 live guard protection it's designed to help stop crime uh, stop crime in real time now if an intruder breaks into your home simply safe professional monitoring agents can actually see speak to and deter criminals through simply safe's new smart alarm wireless indoor camera stopping them in their tracks 24-7 Live Guard protection is made possible by the new Smart Alarm wireless indoor camera. Available with Fast Protect monitoring plan, it's the only indoor security camera that can trigger the alarm and instantly deter intruders with that built-in siren. You can install it your way, the way I did. Do it yourself in about 30 minutes. Or you can have a Simply Safe expert set it up for you. Either way, it's oh so easy to protect your compound. And for a limited time, get 20% off your new system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Visit simplysafetom.com today. That's simplysafetom.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Read the review. Simply Safe is the best. We're happy to have him on board. Uh, speaking of on board, coming up today, we have a beautiful uh, couple, couple of beautiful stories about nice vessels, um, one of which uh, sank. Okay, uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Meet your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Head to factormeals.com slash bobandtom50 and use code bobandtom50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code bobandtom50 at factormeals.com slash bobandtom50. To get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use. And you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. That's Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. In the performance room, there's Willie Griswold. Yo. Ace Cosby's here. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much, Chick. You're welcome. Um, Coming up, a couple of guests this morning, including uh, comedian Greg Warren and special guest Nick Novicki will be uh, our guest coming in this morning. Looking forward to seeing Nick again. He's a comedian. Oh, and um, we have a lot of other cool stuff on the way, including a very interesting update on the Amish. Uh, any- <laughs> <laughs> still, uh, still riding that Amish angle, huh? Yeah, yeah Amish yeah. now with bigger hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right. That, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Do the do the Amish use Am- Amazon? I doubt it. I can't imagine so. I mean, where would they get it? They don't have the internet. Uh, During rum dinga, man? Hadn't thought it through. I mean, unless they're 17-year-olds year doing it for them. <laughs> rum dinga sounds like a, an, an Amish comedian. It's That's like his catchphrase. Oh, rum dinga. Tom, I found a story this morning that just screams your name. I've, do you remember a show that... Oh, man lost, uh, has amnesia, doesn't know who he is? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that what... Tri- tri- no, there was a TV show that was deemed so horrible once it was canceled before its first episode finished airing. Do you remember this? I do. And it was you in, say the title, I'll go, okay. It was called um, Turn On with Tim Conway. Yes. And the first episode it was aired... on ABC, I think. On the East Coast in 1969... And a Cleveland TV station pulled it after 10 minutes and ran a black screen with organ music running rather than air the episode. (laughs) ABC canceled the show and bought out the contract for the owner of the show. And they said they could never air it again, but it's going to show on YouTube. There are two episodes that are going to show on YouTube starting tonight at 7 o'clock Eastern. Is it a sitcom? Yes, it was a sitcom. The guy that it was George Slaughter, is that his name? Slaughter. Slaughter, who oh, did Rowan and Martin's Laughing. Laughing guy, yeah. He did it and it was um it was a cast with Tim Conway and they did surreal skits in just this white room, apparently. Oh, and I thought awful. for sure that you No, I've never heard that. of that story. Okay. Well I, Cleveland sixty nine had everything with your name written on it. So. Was it a nationally broadcast yeah, show? On ABC. Because Tim Conway was from Chagrin Falls. Now this right outside of Cleveland. Interesting. Really? That they, of all places, that they would be the ones pulling it. It must have really stunk. Yeah. Lo- local boy <laughs> embarrasses town. Does chagrin mean anything other than, oh, jeez. Yeah. Look at those chagrin. falls. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely, lovely place. Uh, Is it? Yeah, my high school's there. Not named. Your high school's in Chagrin Falls? Yeah, it's a long story. It's a- there are two. There are two. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that was Shaker Heights. That's, I, I, that's where the middle school is. Oh, 
So you didn't sure. go to oh because they school, moved it. They moved it when I was there. School was not bad. because I was there. The whole school. You no, burn, they're you both, they're it? both still there. It's a two-parter. <laughs> it's like there's an intermission so between first we're here. So, ninth grade and remember. So your life got complicated early on. Yes, very. very <laughs> do you remember about 25, 27 years ago? I looked at you in all sincerity and I said, "Please, will you get some help?" <laughs> remember? And now, and now, and now here we are. Can I? Okay. You know what helped me a couple of years ago? I figured out that he was nine when schools were integrated. Mm-hmm. Like he, like that. That's what, what the era he was born into. Right. And with that knowledge, I give him a little grace from time to time. He needs a little time to catch up. Does that make any sense? <laughs> I don't know how old I was because my school was always integrated, about 50-50. So, um, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, those different times. I would put it out. <laughs> <laughs> right. He didn't have anything to say. That's like somebody, Tom coming up after the speech on the mall, <laughs> the I have a dream speech, <laughs> and looking out and going, well, times are different. <laughs> There's a brand new book out about my town and uh, uh, the integration of the school system. Is really? that right? A whole book, huh? Yeah. <laughs> new York Times bestseller, as a matter of fact. Is that right? right? Yes. Yeah. What's it called? For those of you that crack open a paper every once in a while, you'd be aware of it. It's uh, about your school system, and yes. it's on the New York Times bestseller. Yes, it is. Who, who, who's who's reading this? that? <laughs> I think we need to re-examine yeah. the New York Times bestseller <laughs> well, I'll tell criteria. You uh, put it this way. I was telling this the other day. I delivered newspapers. My entire young life. And I delivered the paper on November 22nd, 1963. Headline, Kennedy assassinated, Johnson takes oath. And I had a copy of it until a few years ago. Is that why that date's important? Yeah, very good. Coming up, 60th anniversary. I was the paper boy. Hey, don't don't shoot the messenger, Lee Harvey. Where were you? Wow. Okay, now. um, Was that the morning your father drove you around to deliver your papers? No, 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 no. You were driving. I by walked. Oh, you walked. Yeah. Uh, let's go. What do you Son, want? you'll remember this day forever. <laughs> uh, let's get to the uh, game uh, last day. You know, the shoe uh, didn't do well, of course, but that's uh, pretty much the way things are nowadays. Two and three on the week. But we're uh, not keeping track anymore. But, uh, well, it's 12 and 23, but I'll oh. keep track, but I won't make a big deal. Anyway, uh, as I said on Friday, hey, tune in Sunday night to watch Dak Prescott throw interceptions. And he did not disappoint. Three picks last <laughs> night for Mr. Prescott. And the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, loses in San Francisco to the 49ers 42-10. to uh, The Niners led 14 nothing before the Cowboys could get their hats off and put their helmets on. Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty good. Cool. Real good. That was nice. Good voice today. Uh, and uh, the other big news this morning for us... Uh, well, uh, actually, uh, the Ram- I missed this one. The Rams uh, and the Eagles got together. And uh, Philadelphia winning that one, 23-14 at SoFi. But I have something for you, Tom. Now, one of the wide receivers on the Los Angeles Rams, while um, one of the wide receiver, the other wide receiver was injured, Puka Nakua. First oh. name, Puka. Sure. P-U-K-A. Setting the league on fire. Unbelievable. Rookie. The man with the beautiful hair, yes. Well, uh, uh, last year, a couple years ago, uh, wide receiver, the best in the NFL, Cooper Cup, he finally got his hamstring problem straightened out, so he played yesterday, too. Now, do you remember a couple of seasons ago when Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb were the running backs for right. the Cleveland Browns, and they called them? Um, Careful. I was, was going to say crunt. That's right. That's not it. Nope, that's Chub. Chubb and Hunt. It would be Chunt is <laughs> yes. what they went with. Thank I knew, you. I, well, I, I knew I was close. If we, if the, Ram, the Rams now have Puka and Cooper. 
So they'd have to be pooper. <laughs> oh. This is just for you. That sounds good. He didn't take Very your good. bait, did he? Nope, he didn't. He just looked at me like You should have told me I needed game. a pencil I, uh, to write this down. Puka and Cooper. Pooper. Pooper. Okay, very good. No? That's good. Okay. How'd they do? Pretty they, good, huh? Nope, they lost uh, to the Eagles 23-14. <laughs> well, he likes to party, that Pooper, right? Pooper right. went and uh, uh, also winning, uh, let's see, Jacksonville beat Buffalo. Uh, Bill's running out of defensive people at 25-20 yesterday as the Jags win. There was a guy yeah. yesterday, and they were playing Sweet Caroline. You, you would have been so mad, Tom, during the NFL game in London. <laughs> and it was loud. The, especially the bop, bop, bop. That was real loud. Uh-huh. You would have broken your TV. But there was a guy dressed like a Jaguar, okay? And I don't know if we can get a picture of him. Can we find the picture of the guy in the Jaguar? He's in the stands. <laughs> Bear with me. He had a suit on. He looked like uh, an embassy uh, official from the nation of Jaguar. <laughs> it, it was unbelievable. He looked so much like a Jaguar that I'm not so certain it wasn't a Jaguar really? dressed up in a sport coat and a nice uh, cravat. It, it was uh, unbelievable. You've got to see this. This was in London. So this was in London. Very nice. You were up early watching? Well, yeah, 9.30. 9.30. watching that. Getting yeah. ready. Yeah, I do my devotionals. <laughs> <laughs> and then I... A little meditation, right? A little meditation. It's, oh, I see him. See him? Show that, show, show that picture to the guys. Okay, you see Look that? Look at that. It looks like oh, when wow. like they're this in a Marvel guy? movie. Yes, that's him. Show it to him. That. Can you see that from over there? That it, now, is that a guy or a jaguar it in looks a suit? Just like a jaguar in a suit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, a nice, jaguar in a suit. Yeah. Very nice tailored suit. Very, yeah, good, very, very nice. Good. And I think Mrs. Jaguar's there, but she's not dressed like a jaguar. Uh, she's in a Bills outfit. British hmm. couple. Yeah, she's dressed in a nice Bills dress. And oh, that's. A I was shocked at the amount of fans at that game i don't i don't it's it sounded like a bills home game it did sound like a bills home game nfl i think the bills technically were the home team yesterday so well even though the jaguars there for two (laughs) two weeks welcome to the nfl (laughs) (laughs) the the jags had two games in a row they got to stay over practice have some fun right get some bad bad english food the bills were concentrating on the dolphins last week and uh, they put the dolphins away and then they forgot oh we have more games to play this season so and then they started uh, the bills started losing their defensive players and that brings us to indianapolis where the colts win 23 16 over the titans colts now three and two titans two and three anthony richardson and his shoulder reached a separation agreement during the uh, the contest we don't know how severe that is uh, it did not look good by all accounts, but Gardner Minshew comes off the bench, ladies and gentlemen, and goes bananas. Yes. He did not do uh, too badly. Boy, he was we have a tribute Ele- coming up. 11, sure. 11 out of 14, 165 yards, uh, 155 yards, one po- uh, 112.8 quarterback rating yesterday for Gardner Minshew. Wow. Great. Not too damn shabby. Uh, let's look at this email. Dear lovable idiots. Uh, Tom was uh, saying earlier about how he's so excited about Halloween this year. Right. He's got a feeling. It's yeah, I, just, I a, seem to be seeing more season. more stuff. People have more stuff out. It strikes me. <laughs> Maybe it's your neighborhood's a little bit more Could festive the, than the older neighborhood. No, you know what? His new neighborhood, you can see all the houses. And the old one, you'd have to go down the oh, hill. Oh, that's true. see the decorations. Yeah. I think that's it. Oh, okay. Could be. But I yeah. just want to celebrate, have some fun. <laughs> Now you Sorry. tell me, is that a guy? 
Or is that a jaguar in a in a suit? That's incredible. Oh, there's the picture of the guy with the jaguar That's suit. Nuts. This is kind of inside. The drummer from the band Fish will often wear a red and blue dress. That lady looks just like the drummer from Fish. <laughs> exactly like him. It's insane. Oh, they uh, they really must be in love. Okay. Uh, anyway, you got your picture taken over the weekend, right? In, in connection with Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just at an event, and uh, the uh, I ran into the Ghostbuster. Uh, gang, and I got a nice picture. These guys have the, their brilliant suits. They just look great. And they let you hold their... But yeah, I got to hold a weapon, yeah. Dear lovable idiots. I got to hold a weapon. It's called a proton pack and oh. neutrono wand. Yes. Oh, we... Tom, exclamation point. I said it weighs 35 pounds. Get it right. Bold print, exclamation point. Not a matter of getting it right. I never said I knew what it was. I... Faithful fan of 25 years, non-Michigan. Right there. Okay. Um, when you walked into the Halloween party, did someone go, oh, nice Larry David outfit. Look at that. That's great. <laughs> Killer costume, Tommy. Oh, what resemblance there? Uh, now, um, I sliced my face open last week, shaving in the shower, and uh, it's, it's, it's cleared up. I had stuff on it you couldn't see. Um, Sli- uh, sliced it open. Yeah. Dave, Dave writes, I started shaving in the shower in Vietnam in 69. <laughs> I actually started before we had showers. That we used sounds... to pour buckets of well water over each other, soap up, shave, and then pour buckets for rinsing. When I got to an area with warm water and showers, it was a natural fit to soap up, shave, and rinse off in the shower. I have continued this method. I started in Vietnam ever since. By the way, we do not use mirrors. Close your eyes. You'll know right where you have shaved. After one pass, use your fingers to feel if you've missed any spots. It's worked for me for over 50 years. Well, thank you, Dave. Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, I, I recently bought a, a little tiny shaving mirror. I highly recommend it. Uh, because I, <laughs> <laughs> I like to shave in the shower. Once again, you're, you're, everyone uses a mirror. A you're lot a, of people have mirrors in their shower. You're a baby. I, you, you just, I, I, yeah. let's, just you. let's just look at the evidence. Did you guys hear about iced coffee? Yeah. <laughs> what? How long ago was that? A week? Uh, that's a couple been weeks? Too oh, long. No, it's been two months. This is the best. Two, two months. months. And now you have a new ice machine. In it. Yeah, I got an ice that? machine. Oh, yeah. Right. A new Kramer, fellas. Here's Ladies. A new, new Kramer. Kramer. Yep. Great. Plant based. The worst thing about this is for years, we'll tell them about this stuff. I know. I've been drinking iced coffee forever. I know. The iPhone, I told him about it. Hey, this is great. Oh, yeah. You got to try it forever. Yep. Oh, and yeah. he'll never listen to any of us giving nope. him. Nope. I don't know what gets through. And he'll come in, look you dead in the eye, and he'll go, Have you ever tried this delicious iced coffee? <laughs> like he invented it. Yeah. Yes, sir. And have you ever shaved in the shower? Right. <laughs> this is amazing. Get well, I did, a mirror. did it without a mirror and sliced my chin open, you see. Well, this is no. This is a badass combat veteran who wrote. He can't give you advice. You guys aren't even the same species. Yeah, I'm not I, the same as him. I'm a very soft hand man. I can can't do what this guy does. Can you see Tom in country with the helmet on? Yikes! Martin with the with the with the camo. Vest. So dirty here. No. A bunch of a bunch of human ears dangling from a string on my belt. Oh, oh God! Uh, dear Tom. I was having dinner with my wife at my in-laws on Friday night. After dinner, my father-in-law turned the NBC News on with Lester Holt. Yes. They had the story on the 104-year-old parachuting for a world record. My mother-in-law commented how sweet the story was. I couldn't help it. I blurted out. Take me like a dog, Elvis. (laughs) (laughs) My in-laws were not amused. Once again, the old the old lady had a guy behind yes. her, doggy fashion. A tandem who was, jump, tandem jump. Yeah, and I'm just wondering if, as she was plummeting toward Earth, 
if she screamed anything, and I thought it might be take me like a dog, Elvis. Yeah. Because <clears throat> he might have been one of the flying Elvi. Didn't you have a dog named Elvis? Once? I did. Yes. Great dog. For 16 years. Great dog. Never needed a leash. That's how Tom and I met. He was, um, now, brought the dog in. Um, uh, coming up in sports? Uh, more stuff, including Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, Texas and Minnesota win yesterday. And a story that uh, no one wanted about Al Michaels. And um, more stuff. Okay. All right. More stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And um, this portion of the Bob and Tom Show is uh, is brought to you by Raycon. Fabulous everyday earbuds. Raycon turning six years old. Happy birthday, Raycon. You know, Raycon's really made a name for themselves in the premium audio space. Everyday earbuds are known for delivering high-quality audio and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. All this at about half the price of other premium audio brands. No wonder they've already racked up 78,000 five-star reviews. And this past year, Raycon expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. So needless to say, there is a lot to celebrate. And to thank everyone who's shown them support the past six years, Raycon is offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 40%. You can celebrate Raycon turning six with their biggest sale of the year going on now. Hurry to buyraycon.com slash Tom and use the code BIRTHDAY to get 20 to 40% off site-wide. That's code BIRTHDAY at buyraycon.com slash Tom. To score 20 to 40% off. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. Read the reviews. Raycons are the best. I know I love mine. A couple comedy shows coming up. I can't help but notice that Pat Godwin, Friday, October 27th and Saturday the 28th, at the Funny Bone in St. Charles, Missouri. Willie G, active this evening. And also, Wednesday, October 11th, you'll be at, uh, in the Louisville Comedy Club. Am I getting that right? Yeah, open up for Joey Molinero down there at the Louisville Comedy Club. There are tickets at the link in my Instagram bio. That's at Willie.Griswold. All right, thanks. We'll get to some more of these shows coming up, including the big show, November 17th in Bowler, Wisconsin. We'll tell you about that coming up. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Become a Bob and Tom VIP and get your Bob and Tom fix 24-7. Get all the info in the VIP area at BobandTom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Five. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show at the news desk. It's Christy Lee. Hi. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. Ace Cosby's here. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much, Chick McGee. Um, We have a couple cool shows coming up I want to tell you about, including... The big show. We're going to be doing this show live the morning of November 17th from the North Star Mohican Casino Resort in Bowler, Wisconsin. And hope to see you there. And uh, we've got a couple live shows that evening. And I know the first one's already sold out. It will feature on the stage Mr. Godwin, Mr. Oske, Mr. Josh Arnold, Willie G. Chick and I will be your hosts. Should be a fun time. Information is at North Star Casino Resort slash entertainment. We return to the sports page. With your host, Chick McGee. Uh, American League playoffs yesterday. Uh, Texas takes a 2-0 lead in that best of five. They beat Baltimore in the Charm City. Uh, Texas 11, Baltimore 8 yesterday. And uh, Minnesota and Houston are at a game apiece. The Twins win yesterday in Houston by a score of 6-2. to And the WNBA playoffs uh, championships have begun. Jackie Young and Kelsey Plum each scored 26. And the defending champ, Las Vegas Aces, partially owned by Tom Brady, Tom, defeat the New York Liberty uh, 99-82. That's game one in their best of five. 
And, Tom, this is another story just for you, he said, hopes, hopefully. <laughs> Kelvin Kiptum set the world record marathon time at the Chicago Marathon on Sunday yesterday. A ridiculous performance uh, bested the previous record uh, by more than 30 seconds. A marathon run at two hours, 35 hundredths of a second. That means he averaged a four and a half minute mile over 26.2 miles. It's unbelievable. And you and I are old enough to remember there was a big damn deal in the four minute mile uh, when that was broken. And it was a Roger Bannister yeah. or somebody, they were a sub four minute mile. This guy is running a marathon. 20, 26 of them in a row. 26 in a row at four and a half minutes per mile. <laughs> Man. Unbelievable. Wait, I mean, how accurate is the distance on those when I'm <laughs> I'm skeptical? Oh, come on. Well, you know, Tom, some marathons are shorter than other marathons. That's right. I mean, they have to be no, fairly no, of course precise. No. This isn't like baseball no. stadiums where the home run length is different from town to the town. Pun, the reason they're running a marathon is because it's 26.2 miles. I'm yes. just saying, how do they, do they measure it with scientific instruments or is there some guy No, they just eyeball it. <laughs> <laughs> what some do guy, you think? Some guy hop in his car and drive and go, well, my odometer says it's 26.2. Oh. You think it's a couple of guys from Chicago like the Blues Brothers yeah. driving around. Well, yeah, this should know. work. We'll go down the Wiener Circle, yeah. then up to Wrigley, then down the Grand Park. Should be it's, good enough. That's huh? 26. It is Chicago. <laughs> it's dark. We got sunglasses on. Hit it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, see, my. I was excited about that. Story. No, I think it's great. No, I heard about it. I, I heard about it. That's it's, fantastic. I, I did see though the Chicago Marathon. They like tweeted being like, "Oh wow, this record happened here. Chicago's the fastest city alive." Oh. No, they're not. That had nothing no. to do with it. Right <laughs> on Lakeshore, about yes. four forty-five in the afternoon. They're not the fastest. Well, yeah, but I mean, it depends what part of town you're going through. I'd run quickly too if I were, you know. And there there we go again. There it is. Have you you noticed you're on a theme this morning about certain things? World's in a rough spot right now. If you notice, Tom Griswold running the Chicago Marathon, crossing the street for the third time today. Look at that. Uh, Of course, it depends on what neighborhood I'm in, if you know what I mean. That's the fourth time the young runner has checked for his wallet. Look at that. How awkward. Hey, Uh, by the way, just uh, general, you know, when something is named after you, it's typically an honor. If they're talking about, for example, renaming uh, at least a pretty big portion of A1A in Florida after Jimmy Buffett. Right. Which is kind of cool. Key West. But um, who was Dan Ryan and what did he ever do to... He must have done something in Chicago. Well, everyone... Never, never, no, you never heard anybody go, God, I love that Dan Ryan. Just whisked <laughs> <laughs> whisk right through town. Yeah. There's a few... Th- you don't want like Lou Gehrig's disease, not truly an honor. You know, uh-huh. it doesn't feel great. Yeah, but you know what? Well, and the Stevenson's named Adley Stevenson. Is that oh, is the Stevenson? Is that who that the Stevenson Expressway is that named after Adley? Uh, Adley, I would assume. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. What by the Stevenson way, is there? has anyone ever named a kid Adley since then? I think that Adley think Stevenson so. is the only Adley in the history. Of, no, yeah, I think so. That you don't hear that anymore. No, um, or, or Albin, like Albin, Albin Barkley. Albin. Remember Albin? Are you guys ready? Yeah. Oh, you want to do your tribute? Sure. Um, That's right. Gardner Minshew comes in and takes over yesterday from Anthony Richardson, who injured his shoulder. Uh, rumors are he could be out a month. We're not oh, sure. We're not what? sure at this point. Yeah, well, um, now uh, Gardner Minshew stepped in for the Colts. It's all a conjecture right now. We haven't had an official word. And the uh, X-rays were negative last night, but we'll see what the MRI. Yeah. Gardner's been looking great off and on all season, of course. 
and uh, he looked terrific yesterday. And uh, uh, Mr. Godwin. Uh, no, no. All right, all right, all right. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, Jaguar. Jaguar, because of course he used to be a Jaguar. Right? Uh, 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 sing along with me and don't say the name until I, I do. All right? Okay, make right, it right. a surprise. Okay, right? okay, Willie, we'll sing along. You got a beautiful voice. Thank you. There we go. Yeah, we'll One, two, three, four. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> We can do it one more time. Let me hear your voice, Willie. That's beautiful. Starting quarterback, we're down. Put a shoulder, hit the ground. What will the coach do? I'll tell you what happened in this song that I've been playing for so long, but I'm going to tease you. Yeah, that's right. Not yet. <laughs> a goddamn venture. He had his mullet with a star when he was a Jaguar. Oh, goddamn venture. Oh, the jock strap kings the balls. 17 yards, Zach Moss. A goddamn venture. He's the best backup quarterback. He goes in when the starter turns up lame. Oh, Gardner, that's you. Bring it down. Oh, that's Barry for Dane. Bill Wyman's come. <laughs> Quit years ago. I'm getting away from the song. Gardner mentioned. Hey, G, you the man. You have the love of the fans. And here, Bob and Tom, we're dying to make you. Come on the show real soon. Christy Lee will swoon like she used to before she was married to you know who I did. God, I miss you. There you go. A nice tribute. Dean on the bass, replacing Bill Wyman, apparently. Yeah. That's right. We had he wanted to leave early. And then, and then Mick Jaguar. Maybe he may need a new name. Yeah. <laughs> Not with the Jaguars anymore. Still works. Just, it's okay. It was excellent. Thank you, Mick. Um, yeah, Mick Colt doesn't work. No. No. Cool. It sounds good, though. Let's see. Uh, oh, big Willie. No. Um, what else is happening in sports? Uh, Patrick Mahomes threw two touchdown passes in the third quarter. One to Travis Kelsey after he went out injured. He had an ankle injury. Came back. He was fine. And the Where's Chiefs. Taylor? I'll get to that. As he was walking off the field, everyone who has ever had a, an account with Twitter, now known as X, yeah. wrote, hey, shake it off. Oh, okay, for the God. 8 billion people that wrote that. Chiefs thing. beat the Vikings 27-20 yesterday in Minnesota, and it was announced, I think, I actually heard it, uh, like the second quarter, I think it was official, <laughs> Taylor was not at the game. Because they're not dating. They, there you go. I guess, thank you, Ace. I'm kind of with Ace on this. No kidding. Well, <laughs> she lives uh, in New York. She went and to you, game. and you, um, you also think he only broke his window three weeks ago. So, <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I said three months. At least three months. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, no, no Taylor yesterday. But there were uh, uh, many Chiefs jerseys with Swifty on the back. <laughs> oh, yeah. many. And those things are those. pricey. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, hundred bucks. You can get it. That's pricey. 100 bucks. Okay. Oh, very good. Very good. I'll give you uh, uh, coming up in sports? Uh, coming up in sports. 
Uh, we've got world records, including one that. Uh, um, how's your eye socket this morning? Oh, that's brutal. My eye socket. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah, also, come back with uh, Crocs in the news and a really cool story about uh, our Amish friends. <laughs> we'll say hi to anybody out there who is. Uh, is it Amish considered a faith? I guess not. It's the how yeah. are they uh, listening? Um, Lifestyle. They might be working somewhere, and someone has got a radio on. If you're Amish, hey, hi, how are you doing? Have a really got a big uh, got a got an important story for the Amish folks out there. Uh, well, you'll find out what it is shortly. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Text us at 888-262-8661. More Bob and Tom next. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Down, down, down. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. There's Pat Godwin in the performance Sorry. room. Hey, Chick. Willie Griswold's here. Yo. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. A couple shows coming up that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, this is interesting. Uh, just about a month away. It's going to be a Saturday night at the Ho-Chunk Casino in the Wisconsin Dells featuring Pat Godwin, Willie G., and Jeff Oske. That'll be a cool Saturday night in November, just around the corner. And, of course, we've got our big show in Wisconsin in Bowler that I'll tell you about. A couple shows and a special radio show coming up that morning. Ooh. Right now, well, we have uh, Chick McGee over at the Bob and Tom Sports Desk. What's happening? This is what I'm going to start doing during the sportscast. What? This is a story Tom insisted I do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here we go. All right. Sportscaster Al Michaels has once again stated that he has never deliberately eaten a vegetable. <laughs> this is a fascinating story. He's, he's proud of this? During an interview with CNN's Chris Wallace, Al, who's 78, confirmed the rumor that he'd never eaten vegetables intentionally. So one accidentally might have fallen in his well, mouth? Well, maybe in a soup or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's a... a Part of a carrot or something. He said he did not like the way vegetables looked or their texture and did not think they would taste good. See the whole interview? No, no. I missed that. He no, also said because he, it was Al Michaels. He said he hasn't had a bowel movement since the 84 Olympics. Oh. And that one was shaped like a football. So oh. a lot of meat. Michael said, I always push vegetables away. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess what I have proven, Chris, I'm... Attempting to make a joke. Uh -huh. There's Al, <laughs> funny man Al Michaels. <laughs> man does not need vegetables to survive. Uh, well, I doubt that his doctor would recommend that. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily a great idea, but no. uh, it worked for him. He's a fine sportscaster. I, you don't care for him. Opinions vary. As okay. a kid, he never had a vegetable. Is that what, what he's, he's saying? Um, he said he's I never had one. 
Doesn't like their... What mother consistent. didn't make him eat his peas? Mama? Mama Michaels? Was he yeah. raised by wolves? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't have to sit at the table for hours until his plate was clean? Apparently not. Huh. Veggies are, they're nice. They're, it's, grow up a little bit, right? Heck Just yeah. Get in there. Have some What's fun. What's broccoli called? The yeah. whisk broom it's of the... the whisk broom of the lower intestine. The lower That's intestine. right. Broccoli's great. Asparagus great. Right That's why Al has not a <laughs> floater since... <laughs> You're still on that, huh? Has not a floater since 84. I mean, if you Man. eat nothing but meat, nothing's going to float, right? He didn't say he eats nothing no. but meat. We don't know what he eats. Yeah. But doesn't he eat vegetables. What's left? I, I don't know. A, I think it's okay. That fruit? He eat Maybe he just eats Tree a lot bark? of fruit. Mm. You guys are in the pocket of big vegetables. That's all. <laughs> what, you don't exactly like vegetables? Going no, I didn't. I'm not saying either way. I'm not opening this uh, can of uh, spinach here on the air. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. No, okay. canned spinach is awful. Why is that? Oh, boy. Yeah, it's, oh, it's horrible. Runny? Soft? Yes. Gross. It's gross. Really? Best canned thing, if Josh were here, you'd agree with me, is Chef Boyardee ravioli. Uh, I don't agree with that. Delicious. Best thing in a can. I bought that. Because you kept saying it, so I went and bought some and... Didn't care for it? It was okay. It certainly wasn't the best ravioli I've ever had. You went out. Yes, because And bought he... a can because he said so. Because he and Josh said so. <laughs> Hang on a second. Do you see what you're doing? Sorry. She's very impressionable. I would have given you one for free. Oh, you have some stocked. Well, uh, well I wanted mine now. not expired. Uh, a, a survivalist voice heard from. Ace has, Ace has canned goods that the labels are in black and white yes. because they were canned in the 50s. What does the date say right now on a can of ravioli if you go to the grocery store? I have no it? idea. I have no idea. What do you think it is, Ace? Most preservatives years? are strong. Uh, 2038 or something? Or? Probably 26. How long really? is it? Oh, it's got to keep longer than that. Three years? I have no idea. Huh? Next. Oh. It's your fault. <laughs> a jersey worn by Tom Brady in his final game could break a record when it hits the auction block next month. Uh, Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneer number 12 jersey will be uh, featured in an auction held by R.M. Sotheby's and win Las Vegas. I'm not sure what any of that means. It was worn by Brady on January 16th against the Cowboys. In a wild-card playoff game, Buccaneers lost 31-14. Auction organizers said the jersey's condition, uh, condition is consistent with game use. Visible grass stains and field marks. Listed price range between $1.5 and $2.5 million. And that move, money's all going to charity, right? According to Golden Auctions, the jersey San Francisco 49ers legend Joe Montana wore in Super Bowl 19. It's all in Roman numerals here. And Super Bowl 23 currently holds the football jersey record. Selling for one million two hundred twelve thousand dollars back in March. Oh. Didn't when they sold the, his previous jersey? Did, didn't they end up giving the guy the money back? That was a football, wasn't it? The last football was touch, it a football? Okay, a football. The t- last touchdown he threw what could have been, and then he unretired and came right, back. Okay. Why would Tom Brady give up a jersey like that to have it auctioned and not have it go to charity? I don't understand. Because said. Said the lady who doesn't know how money works. Because he's still, he's... Uh, he's got plenty of money. Well, I bet now, Giselle's paying how him. Much, how much <laughs> is plenty? <laughs> I, would, I would say Tom wouldn't say I've got plenty of money. Yeah. Uh, so um, mm-hmm. if the jersey doesn't fit, can you give it back? <laughs> I don't think... I prob- They're going to put it's it... It's a, a shadow box jersey. Come on. They're going to hang it on the wall. Yeah. For, for $1.2 million, they're going to put it on at least once. And- oh, you're doing something with it. Also, I would buy this just to be able... He, it was his last game and he lost. I want to taste his tears. Oh, my goodness. 
Right around the neckline? You kidding me? Come down like the neckline. You have a point. Unforbidden salt. Have you seen the uh, commercial with Tom Brady? I, I don't know if it's a commercial or just a viral he put up on Instagram. He said, I can't believe you guys think the NFL is scripted. Do you really think I would have gone with Peyton's little brother beating me twice in the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Good point. It was almost funny had it not been Tom Brady. Uh, hey, look what we've got now. Oh, you you guys are really going to love this story. Uh-oh. There's so much missing. Stupid <laughs> world. And he gets away with it because he's him. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. A Nevada couple celebrated their 21st, 21st wedding anniversary by breaking the unofficial world record for placing bets at the most casinos in 24 hours. Everybody clear on this? According to reports, John and Christina Mahaffey successfully gambled at 93 casinos in Vegas, surpassing the previous record of 74. Christina said, we had it planned out. I had Google Maps set up as well as a spreadsheet that literally had every stop. The oh, est- how fun. The you estimated time we thought we'd be at every place, estimated time we thought we'd spend in each casino. We really had it planned to the minute as much as we could so is it a slot machine bet is it a they there's this is the entire article there's no clarity and of course it doesn't say if they won or lost (laughs) so it doesn't say if they won or lost how much they could have won or lost how much they bet or or what games they were playing may i didn't say any of yes please this stinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, this causes more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, I just, it's, I mean, it was their anniversary, and I, they, but they apparently have the world record. That's fun. But well, they may have depleted their kid's college fund. I don't know. It doesn't say if they won or lost. Yeah, but if you go in and you put a quarter in the slot machine. That's yeah, and then run out. And then run to another that counts, casino. Yeah. That do, counts. Do they still have quarter slot machines? I don't know. I'm just using that as. Um, I'll step in here. They do. They yeah, totally do. They have, they have penny slots. They have penny slots. Lots of them. Yeah. With a copper shortage going on, isn't there? I'm just telling you. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Is there a copper shortage? It's a scary area of the casino. I don't think pennies are made out of copper anymore, are they? <laughs> a, a part of them. Adamantium? Uh, yeah, you're right. I think that's, that's correct. <laughs> Another world record coming up, kids. All right. Also, an interesting story um, about the Amish and contemporary technology. Where do you hear this? this? is fascinating. They're freaking you out over there? And, and a big event that happened last week and how it affected the Amish, among other things. Also, uh, Chick, uh, sit down because you're going to be very shy. A massive shoe theft out there um, that's uh, good news for a very small group of people. And um, tattoo regret. Do you have any tattoos you really regret yes, having? Yes. Well, you're in good company because a lot of folks do. We'll find out about that right now. Thinking about the fall we got the great uh, the, the cooling down in some spots, not everywhere, but uh, HelloFresh is fully aware that uh, you're busy right now with uh, school and getting costumes for the kids and whatever it is you're doing. You don't have any free time. How about uh, saving a bunch of time with HelloFresh? America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh does the, HelloFresh does the grocery shopping, and uh, they also do the planning for you because they've got everything measured out. You just put it together, including their famous quick and easy options, 15-minute meals, for example. What are you working on over there, Willie? Y'all, check out the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion jam, and potato wedges. HelloFresh sends you 10 ingredients. Put those together in six easy steps. In just over a half hour, you're enjoying this delicious burger and fries. By the way, you want to swap out the fries for broccoli? You can do it with the Hello Custom feature from HelloFresh. Right oh, here. yum. That's a fall favorite right there, Look boy. Football and burger. 
burgers. Got yes. Beer in there. Also, they've got breakfast stuff, lunch stuff. You got to check it out. Hello Fresh. Once again, they've done a lot of the work. They've done the legwork. They've got the food for you. They've measured it out. You just put it together. They have the famous Hello Fresh Market, by the way, currently featuring the mini pumpkin cheesecake. That sounds delightful. So join America's number one meal kit. Be part of it. Get involved. And also save 50% plus free shipping with this code 50BTShow at HelloFresh.com slash 50BTShow. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50BTShow. Coming up, tattoo regret. Why is that bear on a boat? And um, ah, interesting news about your eye sockets. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Chick McGee. Hi there. Hey, There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Hey, have we much. heard how Josh is doing in his bass tournament? I don't think so. No? Nope. No idea. No. I think we look at this like uh, it's a Beetlejuice situation. What's that mean? We talk about him, he'll... Oh, he'll, he'll show appear? up, so we'll oh, just let him gotcha. uh, enjoy okay. his time off. He'll be back tomorrow. That's right. He'll we'll be find back out. We'll, we'll find out how we did. Right. <laughs> uh, now, um, we had we had a new story, uh, uh, admittedly kind of half-assed. I got to tell you about uh, this couple that celebrated their anniversary. Right back to it. Yeah. Well, okay. we we found out some more found information. More. And here's Christy. John and Christine, I'm a happy enjoy casinos, and they apparently are well-known in the uh, Las Vegas area. Hey, hey there's that guy, Mahaffey. Uh-huh. Hey, he's pulling on his taffies and with the boo-boo their, and the pink. Look at him. In honor of their 21st wedding anniversary, they placed Kino bets. It said they had a system for placing video Kino bets in every casino. Not only did they do Vegas, they did Hendersonville and another area. So of, in 24 hours, they have the record for the most casino bets. Yes. What is Kino? Kino is where you... It's like, it's uh, like bingo. Only it's with the one you always play when you're eating in the buffet. Yeah. You know, they come around with the Kino numbers. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. I thought that yeah. was when they have a celebrity speak at a college. They have a Kino speaker. Is that not what that is? <laughs> no, it's a Kino. Oh, sorry, guys. You haven't spent any time at all in Vegas, have you? Sure. Mm. With the noise and the smoke and the machines. I don't machines. think you have. Yeah, if you've been on the casino floor in Vegas... Yeah, of course. You have. Yeah. Have you placed a bet? I don't particularly enjoy gambling. I'm You've placed the... a bet through us. I know yeah, that. I don't, know what, I don't even know what Kino is. The is, only is there time... any skill involved? You just pick numbers, Tom. It's yeah, you pick a bunch of numbers. Five numbers, I think. I don't know. Yeah, and they, it's kind of like the playing the Powerball every oh, five that's seconds. that's right. I remember you kept yeah. giving me money to go bet Play for roulette. you. You didn't want to bet. Mm-hmm. But you wanted to bet, but you didn't want to bet. my system. Yes, you yes, could, yes. You could, you could give me yes, money. You, you, lost. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> yeah, you lost big time. So these guys. But well, you let it ride. They, oh, they, they, were, they weren't going into a casino saddling up to a blackjack table. No. They were running in, placing Kino video bets and running out. They had 93 of them. I guess okay. it's cool they have the record, but that sounds like no fun at all. No, no, and they had to go, they had to travel quite a bit. Yeah, there was a spreadsheet. You're just yeah. taking Ubers, you're getting into cabs. That's yeah. not fun. They must really be in love and enjoy spending time together with them. It makes <laughs> yes. me even more angry. So let's just. <laughs> but while I was researching that story on the website called Vital Vegas, I found also. A, new, a nightclub in the Fremont East Inter- Entertainment District. Here we go. Has some a new eye-catching appendages. It's called Disco Pussy, and apparently <laughs> they have tentacles coming out of their sign. And I'm apparently on the inside. It's like a giant octopus. It extends the theme. A distinctive, programmable, custom-built octopus. So what did Doc- Octopussy teach us? 
Disco pussies, okay? Yeah. Apparently. 10,000 laser cut components illuminated by 5,000 LEDs. Disco this thing pussy. is amazing. Disco pussy is what my uncle called John Travolta after he saw Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> I thought he was tough. Disco Get him out of here. Eating pizza with his friends. <laughs> Look at that hair. I, uh, Man. I'll not go into disco pussy. Thank okay. you. Okay. Oh, you won't? You don't want anything to do with well, it. Looks like a lot of people want to get into disco pussy. What about pussy? the fabulous it's... nudes on ice? Have you heard about that? <laughs> no. See, uh, uh, it's ice skating. But, but they're, they're naked? But they're nude, yeah. It's got to be, gotta be freezing. Is that, is that true? <laughs> I don't know if that's... There's a, a lot of nippleage in that. Yeah. I don't know if that's still... <laughs> If that's still up, but it used to be nudes on ice. Oh. Yeah. That's a tough gig. How desperate do you have to be to? That's that's your well, honey. We're going to go see nudes on ice. I'm only going for the ice skating. You just yeah. All, I, the, I, all the dudes I, go. I, it's cold. It's cold. I admire what great ice skaters they are. What are the names of some of the famous ice skating moves? The, the triple, triple sow cow. cow. Okay. The Lutz. Uh, Lutz. Or triple, yeah. triple, <laughs> the Fosbury <laughs> flop. Okay. Let's write a near rhyme with a poem for I Lutz. I am embarrassed. I know so many uh, skating moves. Uh-huh. Let's, let's move forward. What else is happening? Oh, uh, what else is happening? That's Stupid world record. I, um, I apologize beforehand to bring this to your attention. A Nevada man has broken two Guinness world records. Andrew Stanton... Earned the record titles for the heaviest weight pulled with the eye sockets. No. Oh, no. No. And the heaviest weight lifted with both eye sockets while swallowing a sword. Um, how, yeah. do you, how do you lift something with an eye socket? How do you? He has a special. Well, but, but to Christy's credit, she did not say, how do you swallow a sword? <laughs> so she she's clear him. on that. He has a... Uh, uh, some kind of apparatus that he attaches to his eyeballs. So basically, he's pulling it with his head. Yeah. No, these things attach. It's they attach to his eyeballs. Is, his, are, just, is he squinting his eyes at least? I guess. Yeah. For the first record, Stanton managed to pull a red Cadillac and driver with a combined weight of five thousand four hundred pounds hmm. to beat the previous record of nine hundred seven pounds. That was it. Stanton was aided in the attempt to buy uh, something or someone called Cupcake. Cupcake's his assistant. Is it a person or a yes, pet? It's a, no, it's a person. Well, how? What? <laughs> what? It's a show. He introduces, this is my assistant, Cupcake. Oh. <laughs> then they sing Eyes Without a Face. It? <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite the, it's the whole thing. It's yeah. a nice thing. Oh, it's a good little thing. You get Cupcake t-shirts. He achieved the second title by swallowing a sword. And then pulling cupcake at least four inches off the ground, using a set of chains attached to his eye sockets. Hmm. Mm. Cupcake's weight plus the weight of the chains amounted to a total of one hundred twenty-nine point six three pounds. Well, cupcake's not uh, not shapely. You can say that, I guess. Uh, the minimum mark of one hundred ten pounds was set by the record authority. The successful attempt was accomplished with special hooks that Stanton placed in his eye sockets so that he could pull the car at least 32 feet to meet the requirements set by Guinness. A driver was in the vehicle that he pulled. It's just disgusting. Yeah, it is. He, he wraps his eyelids around these things and pulls. Now, mm-hmm. I, I want to shift gears a little bit right now uh, because we have a really cool uh, story coming up about uh, the Amish. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought we'd feature a little bit of, uh, uh, of Amish news for you first. You know us. We're Amish Bell. No poles, no wires, no phones, no nonsense, no shiny objects. 
Amish Bell. And now, new from Amish Bell, the Amish answering machine. Hello, Graeber. Are you there? Hello, this is Graeber. I cannot come to the door right now. I'm picking out my wardrobe for tomorrow. <laughs> Please leave a message when I yell the word beep. Beep! <laughs> Graeber, this is Carl. Listen, I have front row seats to a barn raising. Please get back to me. Goodbye. The Amish Bell answering machine. Batteries take electricity not included. Graeber, listen, I know you're in there. Pick up. I said beep! All right. Get back to me. Goodbye. Amish Bell. Leading you into the 19th century. <laughs> now, Amish Bell, kind of in the news today. Christy's got the story. The U.S. emergency alert that sounded on phones around the nation October 4th. Scared the hell out of me, Me too. I was driving. <laughs> I forgot completely about it. Appears yeah. to have had an impact on people who are not supposed to have cell phones. An ex-Amish church member, Mr. Eli Yoder, claims that a few current members of the Amish were shunned after the emergency alert revealed they had secret phones. Uh-oh. <sighs> He said in the clip that on the day of the alert, three people told him they would have to lay low after getting caught. Also, according to TMZ, prisoners around the country are also facing consequences after the alert revealed their secret concealed phones. Prison officials in New York and Florida said they confiscated multiple phones during the emergency test, though a source in Nevada told TMZ that many prisoners were aware of the alert and likely turned their phones off. So you're not supposed to have a phone if you're Amish, is that the thing? Yeah. So uh, they all went off. Yep. At what two, was it 2.20 Eastern time or something? Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. Last, uh, was it Wednesday? Uh, uh, so if you're Amish, what do you, uh, who do you call, I guess? Whoever you want. Clusters. Okay. Do they have like uh, uh, only farms? A, uh, <laughs> only fans for the, the, those ladies wearing black and white? Well, um, they have farmers only. That is a website. Okay. Um, it's interesting. Also, you have to wonder. If, uh, I was assume a lot of Amish communities don't have very good cell service. Yeah, because they're you know in the no towers there and all in the, in the middle <laughs> of nowhere and all Pennsylvania. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, their five G is just five guys named Graber. Five Gs and they hang no, out. There's no bar at all. There. No. Now, if you if you silenced your phone, would it not go off during that thing? Mine was silenced. And it went off. I mean, it was on vibrate. I, I didn't have, like, the, if you had it on airplane mode. It wouldn't go off? It wouldn't. I wouldn't okay. think so. All right. So, um, well, that's interesting. How do uh, an Amish guy pay the bill if you're not supposed to? Do you, uh, on his phone. <laughs> yeah. Three guys have it. You just borrow his. <laughs> okay. I'm just confused. Um, well, well, we have a uh, an Amish tribute um from uh, well you'll see this is a, this is another a classic from the world of the Amish <laughs> I hear that buggy coming it's rolling round her bed and I ain't seen a TV since I don't know when <laughs> I'm stuck in Amish country <laughs> time keeps dragging on <laughs> I won't ever have calls 80. I've got no telephone. Then I was just a baby. My mama told me, son, don't ever use their engine to make.
make your buggy run But I drove a car in Goshen Just to watch it go <laughs> If your parson hadn't caught me I'd be in Kokomo Get it, neighbor? Yeah, Carl. Do you know how many Mennonites it takes to screw in a light bulb? No, Carl. How many Mennonites does it take to screw in a light bulb? It doesn't matter, Graber, because they will all surely burn in hell. (laughs) (laughs) There's lots of lucky people out there driving cars, probably playing CDs and watching VCRs, but I guess I'm glad I'm Amish. I got no bills to pay. Still, I wish I had a tractor to help me haul this thing. <laughs> All right. The electric Amish. And a nice, a nice tribute to uh, uh, contemporary civilization and all the automobiles and the trucks and the tractors and the electricity. Have you ever seen the around. Amish farm? I mean, it is pretty amazing when you see somebody walking behind a horse. You don't see that very often. It's uh, a lot of work. Yeah. But um, uh, is it... Is Not a it, lot of fat Amish. What? Rumspringa? Is that yes. the thing where mm-hmm. the... Uh, Rumspringa? They decide whether they're going to stick around stick around be Amish or not yeah I know and I know that uh, there's there isn't like an Amish Pope <laughs> there, there isn't a uh, like like a guy with a, with a like a black miter I don't know yeah no they, they, they kind I'd of rather be, not speculate like I, I would rather not talk about this either I'm yeah it's interesting all right are you thinking of becoming becoming Amish no, 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 no. I just think it's interesting that you're just nosy. a bunch of them were. I don't know if you could grow a. Well, you got the sidebirds going. You could probably yeah, I, grow. I couldn't do the Amish beer. And why no mustache? That troubles me. I don't know. Is that some biblical passage or is it something about getting stuff caught when you eat? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but a lot of them apparently had cell phones and they were caught when that emergency alert went off. So that's yeah, kind of. They were that, shunned. That, that's kind of interesting. Um, now, uh, we uh, returned. You know, at least they're uh, out. I mean, they're above. It's obvious when you're being shunned and when you're Amish. Yeah. but How long do they shun for? No, no. But if you work with somebody, yeah, just the normal, you can shun, you shun people all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah you just it, don't tell them. could be invisible about it, yeah. Right? I sure. guess. Yeah. Oh, I feel shunned by you every day. That's because I'm shunning you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't want to make a piece of work you do. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just don't want to make a big deal out of it. Sure. Now, in, the, in, in the Amish shunning thing, do you like wear a scarlet A or anything? I don't know. And how long does it last? I would think before church, they would. Uh, here's who we're shunning this week. <laughs> it's a good shunning that list, week. Yeah. A list of people. You can't speak to them all week? I oh. think in an extreme situation, you would have some sort of uh, uh, punishment mo- monogramming going on <laughs> yeah, in front of their shirt. Big S. I, know the, I, I think the, the rules get pretty confusing, but phones are a no no. So, uh, but. Um, a lot of, of Amish folks apparently have them. And have I guess, you ever talked about anyone behind their back, Tom? Of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, the Amish just get it out there in the open. I think that might be a better way to do it. Graber, Graber had a cell phone. We're not talking to him for 30 days That's or something exactly like that. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yes. But after the 30, there's a big party. Then you're, Welcome everything's back. For, yeah, everything's, everything's forgiven. forgiven. Mm. Well, now, I do have another example of uh, the Amish and, and how they do use phones when they have them. Oh. Because they don't have them, so they have to do this. You know us. We're Amish Bill. 
No poles, no wires, no phones, no nonsense, no shiny objects. That's Amish Bell. And now, new from Amish Bell, call waiting. <laughs> Hello, Greba. How's the farm? Good, Carl. Good to see you. Do... Oh, wait a minute, Carl. I see Fritz is here waiting to talk with me. Okay, Greba. I'll just stand here and wait. Hi, Fritz. I'm talking to Carl right now. Can you wait for a moment? You're fine, Greba. I'll just stand here. <laughs> okay, Carl. Now, there we Call waiting. Another new convenience from the old world mines at Amish Bell. Remember, we take Visa, quilts, and cheese. Amish Bell. <laughs> Leading you into the 19th century. Thank you very much. Uh, another word from Amish Bell. Um, hmm. D- do you, does anyone still have call waiting? Well, yeah, you have it on your phone. It doesn't, they don't call it call waiting. When we were talking accept, about, you know. Yeah, hold and accept. You have to, you have, Yeah, yeah, it comes yeah, up yeah, on but your I mean, screen. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to say, I know people have it. Start three way call. Do you think it's really rude? Depends, to, on, how you depends on who's calling while you're on the other, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are, but I bet people actually voice calling are way down. Yeah. I mean, how think about how often you're actually talking well, on the phone. Willie, you weren't here. We had this article from the Washington Post about contemporary uh, culture and uh, phone etiquette. And you young kids and how you don't use, you don't call people. I call people. I like calling people. It's nice. It's easier. But would you say you'd text more often than you call? Uh, it just depends on what it's for. If I've got, if, if I have three things we have to figure out, that's a phone call. But if it's one thing, it's a text. Do you cold call or do you say, "May I call you?" or "Can you call me when you're um, available?" If it's like, well, we have the weird work schedule. So, like, right. if I'm texting a buddy and he has a regular nine to five, I'll send him a, "Hey, give me a call later today when you're free." Uh, but yeah, it's sometimes you do the text just for the phone call check in. But for most people, just call ahead. It's yeah. easier. Now, do you leave voicemails? I maybe I I do with like my grandma and that's mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what the article said. Yeah, older people. And no, but also because yeah. your grandma w- wants to hear your voice. Yeah. They say if you're if you're leaving a message for your you know parents or grandparents or whatever, but for the most part, voicemail has been abandoned by people. Mm-hmm. Everything is texting. It's a, it's a it's a different world. But I don't well, I, especially listening to a voicemail because you can read it. Yep, now. sure can. I love that. Why well, listen to the whole? I thing. love that too. Okay, and then, um, but the call waiting thing seemed, it's just, I guess now you know who it is, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas back in the day, you'd be in the phone, all this would be clicking, and you'd go, hey. Right. Whoever this is, I'm dump, I'm dumping you for them right now. I'll be or you right have to back. go, hold on, I got to make, yeah, you could go back and forth. Yeah, I'd be curious to see the numbers on that as well, as to how people are responding to that. Uh, coming up, we're going to have a, a couple of comedian guests, including Nick Novicki. Greg Warren will be joining us shortly. I also want to remind you that the end of week five of the NFL will be this evening. And uh, we've had, uh, interestingly enough, Willie, the last three winners in our pigskin pick'em competition have all had two first names. <laughs> Pretty cool. What do we got? Craig Joseph, Ms. Alex Virgil, wow. and Josh Casey. Well, and we're, we're counting Virgil as a first name, apparently. Yeah, Virgil. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. That seems a little weird and old-timey to me, but okay. That's, hey, what, that's right. what Josh Arnold said. Virgil Earp. The great Gus Grissom. Oh, right. His name was Gus Grissom. He wasn't, I thought he, it was Ivan. I thought he was a Virgil. 
No, Virgil, I don't Kirsten? know. I, don't I was know. a Virgil. Thought so I was about fifteen, sixteen. I thought it was <laughs> Ivan. <laughs> oh no, it was Virgil Ivan Grissom. I think Ivan. I don't know. I thought he was. I a, think. Yeah, Virgil's a first name. I'm just basing this on the right stuff. So the question is, will the winner in Week Five be two first names? Um, and you can find out all about this. We by, may never know <laughs> by, going, by going to BobandTom.com/slash/contest. Tonight's game, Ace. The Battle of Brothers. The Battle of Brothers. The Raiders and the Packers in Vegas. Just answer the question. <laughs> but they're brothers on two opposing teams. Gus Grissom was a Virgil. I had no idea. What Virgil, yeah. what yeah. does it have his middle name? Is it I? It just says Virgil Grissom. It doesn't. I think it is I. Great American. Right. Uh, and um, now, uh, uh, coming up, we will be uh, reviewing, of course, our week five winner but you can get involved every week to win the big green egg the, the big green egg mini max find out about it once again bob and slash contest we're coming right back this is the bob and tom show for a complete copy of the bob and tom show contest rules go to bob and slash contest dash rules or just scroll down to the bottom of the page and see contest rules this is the bob and tom show Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show at the news desk. It's Christy Lee. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Josh Arnold on vacation. I'm Chick McGee. Here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. I uh, got yes, a nice sir. letter about uh, Kostaki Economopoulos, our NFL correspondent. From his it? mom? Who is it? What is it? Uh, <laughs> that name again? <laughs> it's from... Uh, Ms. Pruitt, she said, I had the pleasure of seeing Kostaki at the Stone River Winery in Talent, Oregon. He rocked it. Oh, nice. She goes, I listen to your show every morning driving into work. Sometimes I'll sit in the parking lot listening to the rest of the story. Well, isn't that nice? Thank you very much, Cindy. We appreciate that. Speaking of uh, shows. And now you know the rest of the uh, Live shows. you got a couple coming up we haven't mentioned before, including Mr. Godwin. At the Ho-Chunk Casino in the Wisconsin Dells with Jeff Oski and Willie G coming up Saturday evening, November 4th. Hey, fun. And um, I wanted to uh, check in with Pat. You've been frantically... I'm checking my messages here. I just got in trouble for something we did last week. Uh Uh-oh, what did you do? what's going on. You know how they hear it on the radio and it gets magnified. It's like a telephone game. You say something and maybe Mm -hmm. in a humorous context and your lady lady friend hears about it. I told Tom something private in the green room. Uh Uh-oh. It was personal. I told him it was not for air. Two hours later, he tells everyone on the radio, Tom, that's not for air. Yep. Not for air. (laughs) That's him. Now people know about the boil on my backside. (laughs) And that my partner, Bill, dumped me at the county fair. (laughs) Tells the whole wide world I wear a hairpiece. Tom, not for air. Not for air. Not for air. He forgot or didn't care when I told him not for air. Now the feds know about the cash under the bed. He said it's all for the show. Now I got to cough up the dough. Not for air. Not for air. Tom, not for air. Sorry. If you want the world to find out you took your sister to the prom, the last show you did in Toledo really bombed or that you're so broke you're still living with your mom. Tell Tom. Tell Tom. Tell Tom. <laughs> a false ending there. But he'll tell you he keeps a secret better than anyone. I didn't know you broke up with Bill. <laughs> That's all exaggerated. He's all really good is, about it. All that is <laughs> it's completely untrue. It's all lies. Uh, During you. the break, you told us you were going to tell a story. Oh. No. Incident at the football game? For the second week in a row. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, when you go to a like an NFL game, yes. you want to you want to time out your urination. Oh, jeez. You know what I'm talking about. You don't want to have to get up and. You don't want to go at halftime when everyone else is going. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. You you want to. There's enough time. It's just that. Um, you don't want to have to get up in the you know, middle of the game and leave, and I'd be, especially my seats are right in the middle of the uh-huh. row. So you know, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Right. So I so I, I was going at halftime, and uh, when you go into the men's, you ever been to the men's room of a major uh, place facility? Yeah. Uh, not at. I've been in a men's room, but not at that particular facility. Fully clothed. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I got. I bypassed a line once or twice. Because, okay. So that'll happen. The yeah. point is, there's two walls lined with urinals. Sure. But it's halftime, so they're full. Right. Um, last week, I told you I walked in. There was a guy that had his pants all the way down. Right. On the floor. Uh, all the way down to his knees. knees with his said. bare butt oh, hanging out, which okay. I thought was... How did he hold his pants up? Just... I, I, I didn't really linger. And <laughs> I didn't examine the engineering aspects of it. You should have walked up to him. Uh, can I ask you a question? This, yeah, maybe how this, you hold your this pants? Ever happened to you? So a you're, slight you, squat with a little knee? So you're at, you're at a stand-up urinal. Yeah. Right. Nice, clean, modern facility. They do a nice job. Mm-hmm. And but there are people. You know, they do a nice job. Yeah, and, uh, and so check. Has ever happened to you? You're, you're doing what you're doing and standing up at your and the guy next to you goes, "Hey, check." Of course. And then thrusts his hand out. Yes. No, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, so what do you? You shake his hand. You just you know. Do? You say, "Hey, yes. say hi to me outside." I'll say hi to you outside. I don't yes. talk in bathrooms. That's the rule. It's 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 pretty easy to get out of there. No, that's what you say. That's good. You say I don't I don't talk hand. in bathrooms. Say, hey, come talk to me outside. I don't like to talk in bathrooms. Yeah, shake. What about the sh- the handshake? Thing? You don't do it. You do, wait till your bo- both your hands are clean out of the bathroom. No, you shake. His you don't hand. shake his hand. But, as a the... matter of fact, every now and then, if I like the look of the guy, shake his. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll spit in my hand. And I'll say, put her there. <laughs> I like what I, do. I like the cut of your jib, fella. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Where are your seats? May I join you? <laughs> that's what I do. How about your wife sits with my pals? That's right. Uh, me and you sit together. We'll swap tonight. How about it? Uh, this is why I don't go out. <laughs> of course not. Chick, it's, if I go to a game locally, I'll get recognized once or twice. You would get inundated. You would get bothered I've so much. I told you before, I can't. I, I I can't go, especially if a certain Washington football team's in town. Oh, I, I can't go. You certainly can't go. No, everyone, for some reason, wants to kick my ass. <laughs> oh, no, they and they're not think, good. They just think it's funny that you're I losing. Can't, I can't imagine why. Hey, Jake. How's hey, Gans doing? Hey, oh, I mean, the commandos. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. That must happen all the time. All the time. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, except um, in my uh, uh, my uh, CVS, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a little Norm, privacy there. Norman Church. They give you a little space. Oh, check. Oh, what's on special? No, heckling. Okay, that's nice. Uh, we, we have, have quite Lee. a candy aisle. We have Christy Lee at the uh, at the news desk. What have we missed? Quite a candy aisle, huh? Mm-hmm. A cruise ship made a detour to rescue a naked man who had become stranded on top of his upside down vessel. Australian Tom Robinson was trying Wait to become the. What happened? A cruise ship made a detour to rescue a naked man who had become stranded on top of his upside-down vessel. Okay. Australian Tom Robinson was trying to become the youngest person to cross the Pacific in a handmade boat. Sky News reports (laughs) that Mr. Robinson began the 8,000-mile journey from the coast of Peru in July last year. The 24-year-old was due to arrive in Carnes in December but his boat capsized due to what he termed an unexpectedly large wave. He activated his distress alarm and was located by a plane 100 nautical miles southwest of Vanatu. 
Vanuatu, Vanuatu. A P&O cruise ship then made a detour to rescue him, finding him naked on top of the upside-down vessel. A statement on his website said Robinson was given medical treatment but sounded well in a phone call to his family 13 hours after the rescue. Hmm. So what I don't understand about the story is why was he naked? Why would you need clothes if you're out there by yourself in the middle of nowhere? It's really hot. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, maybe I would think that... Maybe that's part know, of his what, charm. What if your lines could get caught in your male member? Well, I was trimming the sail and... A lot of people like being naked, Tom. You're not one of them. We know. You got these sunburn issues, and <laughs> but uh, I mean, can you imagine, Pat? You're on a cruise ship, and then it's, it's the law. They have to come get you. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Have you ever been on a ship where they had to go rescue anybody? Absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Quite a lot. Quite it's a very lot. Common. Yeah. No kidding. Like Seriously. O- like over ten times. No. Okay. So what would it be? Would it be someone like that fell off the ship, or would it be? Oh, that's happened. They don't necessarily fall. Let me ask you this, Pat. <laughs> How many people have threatened to throw you overboard? Oh, uh, the three. Yeah, I'm guessing that that got into a fight with a comedian. My, ex. I bet you oh, did, yeah. and yeah. I bet yeah. you get into a couple altercations with some people in the crowd every now and then on a cruise ship. Yeah, you have to behave yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a whole different ball game. Well, there's a picture of the guy, but he's got his clothes on in the picture. He's a young kid. Um, yeah, he's I mean, trying to be the youngest person to do it. So in a handmade boat. I mean, that, that's cool. Yeah. It must be fun, but uh, yikes. Fun? You would never do something Making like that. Making a boat? I've been in a handmade boat. Remember, I made the Johnny Special with my brothers. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. The Johnny Special. You're famous for saying you don't like your airplanes handmade. Right. That's right. But your boats, handmade, is okay. okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All I mean, right. See, with a boat, if you get in yeah. trouble, you're you're, typically, you're yeah. still floating. Well, with an airplane, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Boats a boat will doesn't sink. always float. That's yeah. how you know it's broken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, uh, I've been in some very nice handmade boats. We had the Johnny Special when I was a kid. It's more of a dinghy, really. I thought a, you had mm-hmm. a boat that uh, somebody named after you and the kids. You and the TJ3. The TJ3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom, Jim, Jim, John. Yes, sir. Uh, coming up, we're going to meet our guest. Uh, <laughs> we, we have uh, comedian Nick Novicki coming in. Also, we'll talk with Greg Warren in just a few minutes. We certainly look forward to that. This is The Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to The Bob and Tom Show this morning. The show is also out there for you on our YouTube channel. Watch and subscribe. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, hey Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. Ace Cosby's here. Howdy. I'm Chick McGee. And here is Tom Griswold with a, our special guest. Thank you very much. We are joined by comedian Nick Novicki. Hey, Nick. How are you? Hey, good, good. Thanks for having me back on. It's sure. good to see you. It's good to see you. And um, people may have seen you with Nate Bargatze recently. Yes. And uh, coming up, you're going to be in Vegas with him? Yeah, I'm going to be in Vegas. I'll be in Atlanta, Tampa. You know, been touring all over the, the country with him. So it's been pretty incredible. He's got a great new uh, special out there. That's right. That they're, uh, they're pushing. You, if you get a chance, be sure to watch Nate. And um, I, I have not seen the special. Do you? Do you get even like a little, little, little anything <laughs> I, in there? Are you... I do. I give him. I give a little, uh, little fist bump on the way in to him. I opened for him uh, in that special, so it's pretty crazy. And I'll be honest, like performing in some of these crowds has been really nuts. I, I performed in front of five thousand people in Hershey, and and I, I'll be honest, I was nervous, not about 
performing in front of all those people, I was nervous about performing in a city whose identifies as a chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we should we yeah, should point I mean, out. I was just walking around <laughs> paranoid. They might not ever see him again. Yeah, we, we should we should point out. You put him to work. You, you are a man small of stature. I'm a little person. And you, you know, are, when you're yeah. in Hershey, you got to make sure. You know, and I, I mean, I, I said this. I'm a comedian. When, when I first when I first met you, uh, there's no way this is going to come Beautiful. off not the wrong way. So I will say in advance, um, I think you're hilarious, and I, I really enjoyed meeting you. That's why we wanted you back. And I mentioned this the first time I saw you, uh, but don't don't take you look like a miniature John Lennon. I'll take it. I mean, you know, hey, I'll take his birthdays today, John. Yeah, is, yeah. yeah, I mean, very handsome, nice hair. You could do a nice beetle haircut if you wanted to. But you're a small guy. How tall are you? So I'm three foot ten. Wow, three foot ten dude walking around Hershey, PA. Yikes! I have never been there, but I understand you can smell the chocolate. You can. It's. I'll tell you what. Hershey is amazing, but definitely you could smell the chocolate, and you wake up thinking, "Man, I I think I want some chocolate." You know, <laughs> they have Hershey yeah. Kiss street lights. Yeah, they yeah, I've like, heard. Yeah, my grandpa used to work for them. Pop, pop, Charlie. He did. Uh huh. What did he do for him? Oh, in- yeah, Pop Pop Charlie uh, slept in the bed with your other three grandparents, right? What? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was Pop Pop Charlie. Uh, finally Pop, got Pop, Pop Charlie, Zillow. and then you went out and got a golden ticket. And, and now, he was in maintenance, but now, he worked It's there. interesting to me that he's, he in some ways he was an engineer. He stole, his, his pocket's full of chocolate. He worked he on the home. machines that make but, the chocolate. Remember, like those early Bruce Springsteen songs, all the guys had nicknames. Huh? So you, that's how you're you have you have grandma vo right pop pop charlie pop pop charlie yeah this is yeah. interesting does Drunk, everyone drunken billy don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> does everybody have uncles and aunts that have weird names i don't know yeah. Yeah, yeah. what did you call your grandparents well i called one grandma uh-huh grandma vo behind her back and the other one was uh grandma ruth right and then pop pop charlie and grandpa Okay. All right. Okay. No, no weird names. No. Nope. Uh, um, Chick, huh? did you ever meet your grandparents? Yeah. <laughs> you know this story. I, my dad's mom, uh, I never called her grandma. I, I, her name was Helena, so I always called her Lena when I was a kid until she passed away. Lena? Lena. Oh, did sweet. You, yeah. Did you know she was your grandma, or was she just another lady in the room? Where did you think I grew up? I'm just asking you a question. Yes, yeah, so I knew she was my. I knew I, she was my. How funny if you're 12 years old and you're like, yeah, Lena's coming over. She's like, oh, I haven't seen my mom in a while. And you're like, wait a second, that's oh, my yeah. mom. Wait a minute, they told me it was my sister. I no. thought you just had a fun friend. Like Jack Nicholson's story. No, no. Nick Novicki, uh, did you ever meet your grandparents? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, let me point out, I Tom never did. Never did. I did oh. meet one of my grandfathers was alive. But he was, uh, I remember going Embarrassed over. Embarrassed about being no, I'm, late. Oh, could be. Sorry. I remember going over there and the house smelled like death. And oh, God. He, it was awful. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, uh, at least it didn't imprint on you at all. How's it going? Hey, I'd be here more, but it smells like death here. All right. It's going to be like cigars. It's like oh, death in here. What was his name? Something Grandpa like. Grandpa right? Mr. Death. The Grim Reaper. Uh, the only one I met, his name was uh, John Kenny. John Kenny and I didn't really meet he I, he was scary and old and half dead <laughs> and smelled bad and oh, that's I just a remember. good rock star name too John Kenny you know yeah. Just, oh yeah now did you meet your grandparents oh yeah now let me ask you this uh, again I'm trying to be nice you are a man small of stature yes. were your grandparents also little people uh no I'm the only little person uh in my lineage um you know so 
interesting thing, though, is our daughter, uh, I have a two-year-old. We don't know if she's going to be little or tall. I bet she's little now, huh? Uh, <laughs> she's actually 35. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, she and your wife share clothes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, but, but Tom, please keep guessing about what's going on. But you're married time. to a little person. I am correct? married to a little yes. person. Hey, Nick, real quick, uh, just gonna, I am sorry about anything that my dad says this morning. <laughs> I am terribly, terribly sorry. No, we're good. Come on. Oh, I love this show. I, I, um, it's interesting to me. Now, is uh, Again, all these questions. I'm yeah. sorry in advance. Is there a test you can take, a genetic test or something, or are you just going to wait and see if she gets taller than you? Well, look, I got a certain amount of jokes uh, for her being little and a certain amount for her being tall. So I'm kind of hedging my bets uh, in between. But the, the crazy thing is my kind of doesn't show up until you're three. So we're in this place where we don't know if she's little or tall. Oh. So my favorite thing to do is late at night, I like just sneaking in the room and looking at her while she's sleeping all angelic. And I just go up to her and I just say, what are you? And I just walk away. <laughs> no, no. I mean, look, we're going to love her either way but it's yeah. it's an interesting thing <laughs> we don't know you know i um i know that you used to live in nashville now you live in los angeles and assuming that the i know the writer's strike is over but the acting thing is still a mess but when it comes back i know you're a young actor do you um i mean this again this sounds dumb but i presumably when you go to auditions this would be true of anyone whatever stripe they may be you look around the room and there are in your case 50 guys that look similar to you, presumably. Yeah. yeah. So do you get to know them kind of? Hey, oh, yeah, yeah, A little yeah, club of... Yeah, it's, you know, that's the beautiful thing about it. I know, you know, so many little people that have been working forever, you know, and we we have our own little group of, of guys. We hang out and we're like, oh, man, Steve's coming in. He's going to book this, <laughs> you know, in the waiting room. Are there, uh, are there any inside jokes that only another little person would get? that are like kind of insulting that if, if I said it it would be awful uh not really I mean we're just it's just like it, you know it's a camaraderie for it though it is like some of these guys have been working for so many years and you know I mean things are changing now Peter Dinklage I mean blew it up sure, with, sure. With, with Game of Thrones um so you know it's kind of a just such a crazy time I mean I've been acting and doing stand-up for 20 years so to see now, I mean, even to see me, I've been in 50 TV shows and movies. So when I started out, you know, the, you were basically going to work in specific roles. You know, every Christmas time, hey, let's get <laughs> yeah. got commercials coming, you know, and, and times have changed, you know. And so but a gig so is a gig. I mean, it's great right. to, I, if, hey, if you wanted me to be the elf, is, yeah. where is the money's green? I have a pension, you know. So. <laughs> what are some of the movies people might have seen that you're in? Uh, so... Uh, I've been in recently um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, uh, the, the new Spider-Man movie, the Loved animated it. movie. Loved and you it. were in, in what capacity? So I play Lego Spider-Man. So That's they, you? they go into the Lego world and I'm Lego Spider-Man. And it's I'll be honest, it's really crazy too because there's so many people that are fans of that movie. People come up and they want photos all the time. And the, I was taking a photo of this one guy and he's like, hey, can we take another? I go, sure. He goes, can you get on my shoulders for this photo? I go, uh, no. He goes, why? I go, well, a couple reasons. First of all, I'm 40, so that's the biggest reason. Uh, second of all, uh, I'm sag after and there's a strike, so I can't do stunt work. All right? Okay. That's good. Wow, that's so, that is so funny. Uh, where are we? Okay, oh, uh, uh, our guest is a comedian Nick Novicki. Been in a bunch of movies. 
And we're going to talk with Nick, hang out with Nick. When we come back, we're also going to talk with comedian Greg Warren. And you've worked with Greg. Oh, Greg is so funny. I I love Greg. And uh, yeah, I, I just was performing with him maybe a month or two ago. We're going to talk to him and see what the latest is with him. Right now, I turn that way and I see Mr. Chick McGee. It's time to keep your home safe with the holidays coming and everybody's getting busier in your homes alone. That's why you need Simply Safe Home Security and. That's right. They're always moving forward. Simply Safe has their revolutionary home monitoring innovation. It's called 24-7 LiveGuard Protection, designed to help stop crime in real time. Now, if an intruder breaks into your home, Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and deter them through Simply Safe's new smart alarm wireless indoor camera, stopping them in their tracks. 24-7 LiveGuard Protection is made possible. By the new Smart Alarm Wireless Indoor Camera, available with Fast Protect Monitoring Plan. It's the only indoor security camera that can trigger the alarm and instantly deter intruders with a built-in siren. You can install it your way, do it yourself like I did, about a half hour, or you can have a Simply Save expert set it up for you. Either way, it's never been easier to protect your home. And for a limited time, get 20% off your new system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Visit simplysafetom.com today. That's simplysafetom.com. Remember, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you, Roger Chick McGee. We're hanging out with comedian Nick Novicki. Also, coming up, comedian Greg Warren. This is The Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to The Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. He's in the performance room. There's Willie Griswold. What's up? Josh Arnold on vacay. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold with. Uh, by my count, two special guests now. In the studio, we have comedian Nick Novicki, who recently got to work with a guy named Greg Warren. Uh, Greg has a couple of great stand-up comedy specials floating around in the ether. And um, Nick was uh, recently featured in Spider-Man. You want to tell me again? What was that? Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. And that's sort of a cartoon kind yes. of a... a Anima- animated movie, and I play Lego Spider-Man in that movie. So did you have to dress up in a suit or something with the weird <laughs> lights on it? And... I didn't have to, but I just chose to do that. <laughs> Not even in the studio, just in my, uh, uh-huh. you know, my wife just saw me. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, where did you meet your wife, by the way? Uh, we met at a little people convention. So... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's national uh, conventions where little people get together, and uh, are there a lot of uh, like uh, yellow brick uh, hey, road Tom? gags? And... <laughs> Let's say good morning to Greg Warren. I can't. Hey. Oh, there he is. Hey. Good Hi, Thank Greg. You very much. Uh, Greg hey, Warren guys. joined us. Uh, hey, Greg. How are you? I'm good. Uh, nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we couldn't see you before um, the, the, the screen was. Uh, you weren't there, but now you're, I can see okay. that you're there. And uh, you know Nick, right? I do know Nick. Uh, <laughs> Nick's a, a very, very good guy and a very funny guy. Nick, did you happen to tell the guys about uh, what group of people uh, always want to protect you? <laughs> yeah. No. Th- this is a this is a wild thing. I have a weird thing where gangsters are attracted to me. <laughs> It doesn't matter what set I mean. I'll be walking down the street and hear, yo, little man, I got you. And usually they just walk away. Wow. All right. As if there's a random urban guardian out there somewhere. <laughs> I got you. 
That's great. That, that's wild. Uh, once again, um, Nick is a man. I think that'd be nice if we did it. Everyone did it for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Yelling across the street. Yo, Tom, I got you. I mean, it's crazy, too. Literally, cars will just... just stop and the, the tinted windows and they'll roll down and go, yo, take my number down. <laughs> I have three people named Scarface in my phone right now. Once again, I, I, Nick is a man small of stature. May I ask uh, how tall you are? I, I'm three foot ten. Three ten. Okay, very good, very good. Um, very good, good man. Very good. I got you, man. <laughs> I would love it if you showed up to a Nick show and just front row. There's like three dudes with face tattoos sitting oh, there all the time, all the time. <laughs> wow. At, at, at these uh, little people conventions, um, do you get to do stand up typically? Or? Yeah, yeah. I'll do a show a lot of times. I'll, you know, I I basically started doing stand up as a kid because I'd raise money for Little People of America. And also for the Dwarf Athletic Association, so I do shows at it, and uh, I actually coach basketball, uh, you know, at it. And so it's uh, everyone got quiet. That is not a joke. That is a real thing. We, and we I, play and basketball. I, I, because there's games. Because uh, here's what <laughs> you know, uh, we here, here's what's really happening. good. Sports, here's what's happening, you know, Nick. A lot of people. I wish there was one of those thought balloons because as you're saying that, I'm thinking, should I ask him if they lower the basket? No, you don't. It's no. ten feet. Ten feet. You know, and and people, we there's actually two people that play for the Harlem Globetrotters, uh, Jamani. Uh, I just saw them, and and they they're both little yep. people. I love the, the and, and Justin Tompkins, they, and they're both on the Globetrotters. They were on our team too, so we would play other teams both in the U.S. and around the country. And we have two Harlem Globetrotters on our team, so we'd be winning like you know a hundred to like two. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it's it's awesome. Wow. Uh, we're also joined, as I mentioned, by the very handsome Greg Warren. And um, uh, Greg is uh, out there doing lots of stuff, including you're going to be at the Funny Farm in Youngstown, Ohio, Friday, October 13th, and Saturday the 14th at the Club Cafe in Pittsburgh. Now, uh, are you Pittsburgh, PA? Yes, Pittsburgh, PA. Okay, I, I, mentioned, I jokingly say that because last week our, our, our uh, winner in our football contest the pigskin pick'em was from Pittsburgh, Kansas. Oh, right. yeah, really, uh, really good one double A football team out of Pittsburgh, Kansas. The Gorillas. I oh, really? Really? Oh, huh. yeah. They're like a perennial, whatever that chick. What is it? The lower, um, uh, I, I, Division Two, or it's not Division Two. It's like the lower for, lower version of Division right, One. They're, right. they're, they're like the the champions every it year. Always seems gorillas, like it goes yeah. through Mont- Montana State or something. Yes, or, Montana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're called North the Gorillas. Dakota State to me. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's a great yeah. name for a team. Yeah, they've had a, a, a North, North Dakota State. I think Carson Wentz went there. I think maybe that's wrong, but it's somewhere like that. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Now, uh, what's on your mind today, Greg Warren? Uh, guys, I was uh, going to talk about um, Harley Davidsons today. Oh, right. yeah. Uh, uh, of course, created by uh, uh, William Harley and uh, three Davidsons: Arthur, Walter, and William Davidson. Should have huh. been called uh, uh, Harley Davidson, Davidson, and Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to fit that in the gas tank. Now, yeah, how, yeah, exactly. Now, it, how does the sound... Marlboro Man fit into this? Isn't that a movie, Harley Davidson? And the... I believe that was uh, Michael Douglas, was yes, it? Yes, I think it might have been. Wasn't it? And Doug, Don Johnson. Mickey I mean, Rourke, wasn't it? Was it Mickey Rourke? Yeah, yeah John Johnson and, and Mickey Rourke, I think. Is, yeah, right. yeah. Really awful Good film. Movie. 
Okay. What? Yeah, a terrible right. movie is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to be positive. I heard, and I don't know if you have this tidbit, but I heard that Harley Davidson tried to patent the sound of their engine. Is that right? Yes, man. Yes. That's amazing. You know, yeah, they tried to patent it, and they they could not uh, do it because it was basically unenforceable. The the, the sound is um, it's very distinctive, but it's uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's described as loud. potato, potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> Potato, 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 yeah, they they tried to uh the, to patent it. They couldn't. There is one mechanical sound that is patented. Do you guys know what it is? Oh gosh, uh, uh, is it the Chris Craft boat? The uh, don't pay attention to him. The milkshake maker. I don't <laughs> no. It's a mechanical sound that there's a patent on the side. Um, yes, the Zippo lighter. No, really? you unclick the, ca- the case thing. Yeah. See now, this is the stuff before Greg started working with us <laughs> that I didn't know. It's <laughs> a wow moment. That's, you gave yes, us a wow, wow moment. The Zippo lighter. The oh. Zippo lighter. That's uh, you, you. You can't copy that, guys. Uh, Son of a gun. Yeah. Now, of course, there's other sounds that are patented, like the the MGM roaring lion, um, and the the NBC. Well, chimes or whatever but those aren't mechanical sounds you know hmm. isn't that right pat uh, that uh, the mbc is gec for ge company i'm G- not quite sure gec play gec for it's me. one six four you piano it on the computer oh look yeah. at you oh, the wow, wow. wow. gec for ge company yeah very good i'm full of today, wow. aren't i huh okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah yeah we're, we're discovering some stuff today guys uh, <laughs> more about harley's what do you got well, uh, the, uh, uh, they were one of two companies to survive the uh, depression. Two motorcycle companies. There was a bunch of motorcycle companies, and then after the depression, there were two. It was uh, Harley and uh, uh, Indian motorcycles, right? Yeah, uh, which is I think called Polaris now. Um, you see the you and, see an Indian every now and then. You'll see the mm-hmm. Indian motorcycle, sure. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They're around. Yeah. Um, during the depression. Harley Davidson made uh, these things called survey cars. They were three wheeled delivery vehicles. Uh, and that's how they got through the depression, which uh, who's getting delivery during the depression? I, I, I like, yeah. Hey, we, we have nothing to eat in the house. Only a can of beans. <laughs> well, just, just order a pizza, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. The original Uber uh, Eats. <laughs> yes. Uber stars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they they manu- they made bicycles for a while. Did you know that? Harley no. Davidson? They, yeah, they did in like 1916. They were like, well, the way that we're going to get people into Harleys is we'll just get these kids familiar with the brand. Ah. Uh, and it didn't work. They were uh, they were well made. They were comfortable. They were just way too expensive. Mm. Um, yeah, kids can't afford them a, a Harley. Uh, and um, they they were involved in World War One and World War Two. Uh, we we sent twenty thousand Harleys into World War One and ninety thousand Harleys in World War Two. I always see uh, also, in uh, in World War in war movies like that. You see the messenger riding up on uh, 
on a Harley Davidson with right? a sidecar. I don't with think it was that. They, I think these were they were fighting too, chick. Really? Ooh. On a yeah, motorcycle. Yeah. Well, you don't need 20,000 messenger cars, do you? Well, there are a lot of messages. <laughs> no, you're right. There's Who's a, you're right. There were quite a few messages. Well, <laughs> the, the famous Steve McQueen jump. What kind of bike was that? I think that was a Triumph, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Is either. that out there somewhere? I'm guessing. And Steve McQueen, no, I, I, did Steve McQueen, he really did it. Isn't that the He did. The he legend? did his own stuff. I know he wanted to. Okay. I don't know. If I know Evil Knievel, and I think we covered this in a previous report. Evil Knievel jumped over 14 Greyhound buses on a Harley Davidson in 1975. He did, and then his yes. did his and his son took over and beat the record, right? Robbie, yeah. The the, the sadly the late Robbie Knievel. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Um, you know that uh, Harley riders uh, put uh, bells on their. Uh, on the bottom of the Harley. It's good luck. Hmm. Uh, they I are called uh, uh, guardian bells, uh, spirit bells, gremlin bells, or the ever popular Roman Maroney, I see your bells in a sling bells. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a tribute to Johnny uh, Dangerously, everyone. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Josh's dad thinks that guy should have won an Oscar that year. Uh, <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, but the the bells uh, they were they're for good luck, and you're not supposed to buy them yourself. They're better luck if somebody gives you those bells. Oh, cool! Which I think I just see some biker calling up another biker on Christmas Eve, like, "Hey, uh, Snake, uh, what do you say this year? Uh, I'll give you some bills, and you give me some bills. That way, we'll uh, you know trick the system a little bit." <laughs> A lot of uh, a lot of names for these different uh, Harley Davidson engines: flathead, knucklehead, panhead, shovelhead. Uh, these are all names uh, my nephew calls me. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. Twin Cam Revolution, Milwaukee Eight Revolution Max. Um, back in the seventies, uh, Harley Davidson were uh, crap. Really, they were they were they were not made well. The company wasn't do, doing well, and AMF bought them, American Machine and Foundry. You know what AMF makes mostly? Bowling balls. Bowling equipment, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they do, Christy, and they bought the company, and they figured out we really don't know a lot about motorcycles. <laughs> they just start throwing motorcycles. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, guys? It's, it turns out uh, motorcycles are more difficult to build than bowling balls. <laughs> I think so. Hey, you know, those yeah, bowling balls didn't have any motors on them. What, uh, yeah, what's the that's, deal the, with that? that's the key thing. Yes. That's yeah. the key thing. There's no shovelhead uh, uh, right. panhead on those. Uh, and the uh, a bunch of uh, Harley-Davidson ex-execs uh, bought them back. And uh, they still have a little bit of a reputation. Uh, their reputation is still a little bit tarnished from the bowling ball Era. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. That the, the, they're a little bit undependable. To some people say, um, clothing is five percent of Harley Davidson's uh, gross sales. I was going to say that because every Harley Davidson shop has their own unique shirt, mm -hmm. and a lot of guys buy a shirt every time they go to a Harley shop. Yeah, and it's like a lot of the. I mean, and there are the sort of there are legitimate outlaw biker gangs that are doing horrible things and they're really tough people they're probably protecting nick too but uh, 
But a lot of these people, it's like you got. I get it. I get it. Tiny, you're a bad, bad man, and you deal meth. But let's be honest. You all play dress up. You just do. <laughs> Is that your bike out there? No, I, I see that you have Harley on your pants and jacket. You know? <laughs> oh, that's another. Yeah, that's right, Nick. They say like. A lot of people uh, buy the clothing and do not have a Harley. It's like aspirational. It's like, come on. Yeah, it's, it's like the guy. I don't know. It's um, the guy that get, gets all weepy about Notre Dame. Like, did you go there? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you. I have a real quick question for Nick. Uh, once again, you're a man uh, short of stature. Yes. Um, have you ever um, ridden a motorcycle and been the pilot, if you will? Uh, I've ridden on a motorcycle, but it quickly, uh, you know, I've been kind of just riding on the back with somebody, so not exactly the I mean, I wonder toughest if, stance. Yeah, I wonder if is there a way? To, I imagine there's probably a way to modify a Harley. There probably is, but I'm three foot ten, so if I'm driving around and somebody doesn't see me, I don't know. I could modify it all I want. A truck is gonna hit me on like on a road, so I don't know. Uh, but I no, guarantee no, I, you now, <laughs> there's gonna be about six Harleys pulled up to the studio. <laughs> if, what if right you, now? Man, there's like I got you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple of them, you know, and I, right now by saying that, too, in the back of my head, I'm like, there could be like four or five little people that ride up in customized Harleys like, what are you talking about? And they're the yeah, ones man. going, I got you, you know, are they, and they're going to beat your ass. Yeah. Are there um, little people gangs? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, but if there are, I would hope that I'm on their side, you know. Okay, uh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're talking with Greg Warren. Today's topic, Harley-Davidson Motorcycles, and uh, they have a, a legion of fans mm -hmm. for good reason, and they're now making them uh, the right way again uh, at yeah. the Harley-Davidson factory. I, I And you say 5% of their gross sales is clothing? That's right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. If not more. Now, of course. There are a, a lot of uh, motorcycle gangs, and uh, there are some outlaw motorcycle gangs. They call themselves one percenters, the 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 bad bad guy biker gangs. Uh, do you know why? Hmm. Why? Because uh, the American Motorcycle Association has stated several times: ninety nine percent of motorcyclists oh. are law abiding citizens. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So these guys, and they have a patch that says one percenter on it. <laughs> that's hey, arrest me. Yeah, I'm the guy. That's weird. My dad and also has a patch that says one percenter. How yeah. Odd. yeah. That's <laughs> a very different one percenter, Willie. Yeah. Uh, different, well, different club, Willie, but thank you. Yeah. But a lot of one percenters uh, in his club have Harley Davidsons, That's too. true. Yes. They do, but they're very different than those. Yeah, they're, these are not the same people. Right. I'm, I'm a one percenter uh, snake. I don't think you're anything like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you and you have to own basically in most of these outlaw biker gangs you have to own a, a, a harley you can get by sometimes with a, with a polaris a polaris slash indian motorcycle like a, another american-made motorcycle but you pretty much need to have a harley it's said here that like for hell's angels you have to ride a harley and it needs to be your primary means of transportation. Oh, <laughs> which I'm just—I I would be like, hey, uh, Tiny. Um, I know you got the Harley, but uh, 
me and Tank saw you uh, doing a meth deal in a minivan last night. So you, you got to ride it. You got to ride it. You can't just have it. You got to ride it. And you got to ride it for purpose. That could be problematic in the winter yeah. if you're yeah. in the Hells Angels of Nome, Alaska. I would think of you. I love that oh, they yeah. could be out there just like at a charging station with like a Prius. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, 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 what Greg, happened? Uh, you know. uh, uh, Greg, we got to wrap it up. Uh, once again, Mr. Greg Warren, uh, uh, Friday, October 13th, Funny Farm in Youngstown, and then he'll be just down the road in Pittsburgh, Saturday, October 14th. Go see Greg live. He's great. And uh, he does a terrific job. And don't forget to check out his uh, specials, The Salesman. And um, where the field corn grows. They're excellent. They're out there floating in the ether. Be sure to check them out. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, guys. Nick, I got you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, let me tell you about Raycon earbuds, and it's Raycon's anniversary. It's been six years. And in that time at Raycon, they've made a name for themselves in the premium audio space. They're everyday earbuds from Raycon, known for delivering high-quality audio and thoughtful features, like a 32-hour battery life, the perfect in-ear fit for every ear ever made with the Raycon gel tips for all-day wear and lasting comfort. All of this at half the price of other premium audio brands. No wonder they're already racked up 78,000 five-star reviews. And this past year, they expanded their entire business at Raycon with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon Power Tech. So needless to say, there's a lot to celebrate at Raycon. To thank everyone who's shown them support in the past six years, Raycon is offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 40%. Celebrate Raycon turning six with their biggest sale of the year going on now. Hurry to buyraycon.com slash Tom. Use the code BIRTHDAY to get 20 to 40% off site-wide. That's code BIRTHDAY at buyraycon.com slash Tom. You score 20 to 40% off. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. Thank you very much, Chick McGee. We're going to come back. We're hanging out. We're having a great time hanging out with Nick. Uh, he is Nick Novicki. You may know him from the most recent Spider-Man iteration. We'll find out what's going on with Nick. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Got something to say? Send us an email. Bob and Tom at BobandTom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Details coming up. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee over there at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. What's up, man? Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee. Here's Tom Griswold with our very special guest. Thank you very much. We're hanging out with comedian Nick Novicki. And uh, Nick is uh, featured, you, you mentioned, in the most recent Spider-Man yes. uh, iteration. Yes, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And you play? Lego Spider-Man. Wow. And uh, is, have they had a lot of uh, conventions yet about this? Or are you going to be? So it is kind of crazy. I have I've been to Comic Con, and uh, you know I've I've gotten in some crazy scenarios. I actually got into a fight with Superman. Oh no! The the real Superman, not like a homeless guy in a Superman outfit. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> it was. You know, I'm hanging out. We're at a bar. You know, and I'm I'm having a drink, and you know, I'm with my wife. And it's this giant guy keeps elbowing me, bumping into me. And I'm like, ah, what the heck? And, you know, he hits me again and my drink spills. So now I just elbow him back. I'm like, I'm going to elbow him back. I'm sure, like, people are looking around like, did this little guy just nail this giant guy? And he turns around. And he goes, oh, sorry about that, man. Sorry about that. And I go, yeah, you know, it's all good, man. It's all good. Just watch where you're going. He tries to give me a dab. And I kind of backed away. And my wife was like, what? What do you? Do? That was Henry Cavill. He played <laughs> Superman. 
Superman tried to make peace and you just blew him off. <laughs> so basically, oh. I'm his nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> you could have been the next Mr. McClixapix, whatever the guy's name was. Remember that? The imp from the uh, there it is. You fifth know, dimension. Please. Remember that? Could have been any bad guy from Boy, Superman, yeah. but you picked the imp. <laughs> well, no, because he's a man small of stature. Yeah. Once again, Nick is a man small of stature. Okay. I mean, I suppose you could play Abe Lincoln. It would be a stretch. <laughs> a stretch. Um, uh, now, we have a number of things we have to get to. But first, I want to talk a little bit about you are um, behind a very special movie program, the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge, which is really cool. And can you give us the quick how you got into a thing? Sure. So I've been very lucky in my career. I've been in over 40 TV shows and movies. I got the chance to work with Martin Scorsese, the Farley Brothers. But the majority of my work has been self-driven with me writing, producing, and creating my own stuff because I'm three foot ten. You know, So I was like, look, if I want to be a gangster or the romantic lead, I got to do it myself. And I looked around. I was like, why aren't more people with disabilities doing this? You know, where one in four Americans identify as having a disability – so I created the Disability Film Challenge to help other people with disabilities get more involved in the entertainment industry. And it's grown dramatically. I partnered with Easter Seals Southern California. Uh, Easter Seals is a national disability services organization that's been around for 100 years. And to date, we've had over 600 films that have been created from around the world. Wow. And this year, we had 115 films. And tonight, at the Heartland Film Festival, we are going to screen the finalists and winners from our 10th anniversary of the Easter Sales Disability Film Challenge. Cool. That's so if someone, if someone is dealing with a disability and they want to get into this, how do they go about uh, starting it? Is there a website you can go to for information? Or? Yeah, so if you go to disabilityfilmchallenge.com or at Disability Film Challenge, uh, you can find that from my handles, which is at Nick Novicki. Um, you can learn about uh, how you get involved. So you have to register. We'll open registrations in January. And then what it is is a five-day filmmaking competition. So each year there's a different genre. This year the genre was romance because we wanted to really show cool different examples of how disability can come and, and the comedy involved in it and, <laughs> and just all the different uh, authentic representation because that's really what this is about we've had people of all different disabilities beyond little people people with invisible disabilities whether it's down syndrome or autism or you're blind or you're deaf uh it's it's us telling our stories and being able to you know make things funny but from a different point of view that hasn't been seen yeah from your point of view yeah from our point of view it's awesome. and once again you, you mentioned you're three foot ten three foot ten um very handsome man by ah. the way. as i said if, if john lennon were 310 he'd look a lot like him <laughs> Um, uh, uh, not to offend, yeah. I, I just out of curiosity, is there a um, sort of a landing spot when it comes to clothing <laughs> that is uh, because obviously you don't yeah. want to be wearing garanimals around. I mean, you want to be adult, no. small. No, so I, you know, I'll be honest. It's awesome. I get to shop for kids' clothes. You know, I'm a boy's large. So if anyone wants to send me some clothes, I'm, I'm a cheap date. Uh, but also, it's been amazing because I tour all over the world, and now I've done USO tours and all these different things. And so, in other countries, I get suits made. So I have all kinds of custom clothes, and Hell you yeah. know. So, you know, I get also anytime I'm in a TV or a movie and they're doing wardrobe 
fitted for me. I'm like, you are not going to let somebody else use this. There is nobody else that is going to take this, so I want it. So I get all these <laughs> outfits. Uh, so, you know, my wardrobe, my wife is getting pretty mad that the closet is almost getting bigger than her side. <laughs> I mean, I was just wondering if there was like a go-to store designed, you know, for and about folks that are small of stature. Uh, there are actually little people uh, designers. And so... Of course. Uh, I, did, I just wondering yeah. if there was like a name brand that... There isn't, uh, but I just get, you know, Zara Kids. Uh, shout out to Zara Kids. Uh, you know, you can send me free things for this plug, but <laughs> I am a fan. Uh, they have great clothes. Wow. Uh, we're speaking with Nick Novicki. He is a stand-up committee. You've been working a lot with Nate Bargatze. That's going well? Yeah. Oh, it's it's awesome. And it's been amazing to see him, you know, blow up. And, you know, we've been friends forever. And so – Getting to tour around the country with him has really been incredible. I, I, this is again, I, and I'm not trying to be. <laughs> I just imagine in your early days of stand up, I'm sort of seeing this happening because <laughs> the, the folks in here that all do stand up know how it goes, or they they get your name wrong or whatever. <laughs> I'm just seeing you getting introduced and you walk out, and the mic is yeah. five feet off the <laughs> ground, and they haven't had the courtesy to lower it for you. You know, I mean, that's the beauty of comedy. You could always do that joke. If that happens, sure. that's real life. That's authentic. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, who planned? That's actually how I got into comedy. I would raise money for little people of America, and I would always open with a joke. There'd be a podium with no stool. I'm like, who's planning this thing? I'm eight years old. You know, <laughs> I'm two foot six. You know, have we done any thinking about this? You know, <laughs> and so I'd be the guy behind the podium. I'm like, I'll just give the speech to myself. <laughs> Now, when you go, uh, for example, um, I love grocery shopping. Yeah, of course and, you do. And I recently had occasion to help a lady get something that was in the top shelf. I mean, not again, not to be difficult. Do you have like a set of stilts or do you have to ask people? Or? No, I, <laughs> Come on, man. I wish, man. I My stunt days are done. Uh, so, no, I'm just good at asking people. You oh, know? I'm a okay. shelf climber, baby. I'll climb a shelf. That's my... Uh, <laughs> I'm a survivor. I work the crowd. I'm like, hey, buddy, uh, how you doing? Uh, you're wearing I got a- you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I want the cornflakes. They're yeah. up top. Because don't they uh, – isn't the rule for grocery stores they put the stuff they don't want – the cheaper stuff low? <laughs> yeah. Because they don't want you to bend over to they, – they put the stuff that's right? most expensive eye level. right eye level. at eye level. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I know there's a whole trick to restaurant menus sure. where they people always well, read grocery them. science and restaurant science. Yeah, and all, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'm just just curious, just <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just day to day living. Do you have a car that has special? Uh, uh, yeah, outfit? I, I have a car with pedal extensions. Um, so same exact uh, way you drive. It's just a bar with pedals uh, that extend out. So. Okay. I've got some crazy stories. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, it, sound, it sounds good. Uh, we're going to hang out with hang out with Nick. See what else is going on. Also, uh, do you, this is this is leading somewhere, so don't take this the wrong way. Do you have any tattoos? No. Okay. Well, we're going to find out about folks with tattoos mm-hmm. and what percentage of folks regret at least one of them when we come back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Catch any part of the show you missed later today on our YouTube channel you out welcome back to the bob and tom show news desk it's christy lee yo there's pat godwin in the performance room hi, hi chick my gosh it's godwin there's <laughs> willie griswold good morning ace consby's here hey. i'm chick mcgee and here's tom griswold thank you very much um nick novicki is our guest 
Um, Nick, most recently, uh, Lego Spider-Man. That's right. And um, Nick is a distinguished veteran stand-up comedian. Uh, you are three foot ten. I am three foot ten. Uh, but you stand tall in the world of comedy. <laughs> yes. And even though you do, um, at this point in the show, I want to point something out. Uh, as I often say, even Tiger Woods, at the height of his career, would have um, uh, golf lessons. You know, they, they, someone would help him with his stroke. It's nothing. <laughs> as as uh, good of a comedian as you are, uh, it's time now for you to get a little bit of schooling, and uh, that's where uh, this aspect of our program kicks in. <laughs> Joke of the day. Hey, Chick. Hey, what? You know, Halloween fast approaching. Uh, why did the uh, <laughs> Why did Dracula get glasses? With Halloween coming up, Tom, why do uh-huh. you think uh, Dracula you think Dracula got, got glasses? glasses? I don't, I don't know. know. Ace. Well, he was blind as a bat. That was a joke of the day. <laughs> See now, this has never happened before. <laughs> that one kind of made me sad. <laughs> Uh, poor Dracula. Brush you down a little bit. Yeah, bum me out. Oh, all right. Well, well Halloween's going to be big this year, huh, Tom? That's what I say. <laughs> uh, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. I, and again, um, once again, um, 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 Nick, uh, a man small of stature. And since this is radio, I kind of have to keep repeating that. Yeah. Um, is Halloween disliked by those in the little people community? Nah. You know, I think. Or is it just. You know, it's. It's. That's the one kind of challenge I would, you know, if if you're in a full costume and you're three foot ten, you uh, you can be recognized as uh, possibly a kid, you know. So that has happened. Oh. <laughs> I've been in that scenario where I was like, uh, you know, just in a full costume, and I was like, all right, from now on, I'm going to show my face uh, as well. Uh, but now I, I love Halloween. My daughter too is. She's two years old. She's so excited. So we're. Oh, good. Does she have her so, costume picked out? Yeah, she's gonna be Little Mermaid. Oh, you know, I mean, you could trick or treat with her. I will. <laughs> I, I want the candy. <laughs> Once again, this is a preemptive apology. <laughs> he can't help himself, Nick. We don't know what to do. <laughs> he really can't. Carry, carry a beer really freak people out. <laughs> hilarious! Hilarious! <laughs> Uh, we have uh, Christy Lee at the news desk, and I asked you earlier if you had any tattoos. And as we review the room, I do not, Ace does not, Chick McGee has several. I think people that have tattoos are filthy individuals. Uh, you have several. Um, um, uh, I have nine, yes. Willie has a number of tattoos. I have three. Okay. That would, uh, and then Christy Lee, zero. Right. Pat? Pat, unfortunately, you have one you've been trying to get rid of. Two, cover up and a Celtic knot. Okay. Um, and I know uh, Mr. Oske. In the next room he has is a, one or two, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got. I think he got one. Hey, Jeff, can you can you run in here for a second? He has a. Um, I know one. I think he got like when he turned eighteen or something. I think it was mm-hmm. kind of a one of those. Uh, <laughs> one of those but, um, he might have, be. He might be one of the people in our story, actually. Well, Pat, though, to be fair, the Celtic knot. If you're from Philly and you're Irish, don't you just get that on your sixteenth birthday? Fourteenth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're joined by comedian uh, and staff member Jeff Oske. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, what was your tattoo again? You have to turn your mic on on the board there, buddy. Uh, Here, I'll do it for you. Channel one? Nope. Nope. Button? You look at her. There you go. Over there. Press that. Oh, There we go. (laughs) (laughs) You're louder. Boy, it's going to start happening now. (laughs) It's going to be a great Halloween. Here we go. Uh, I have uh, multiple tattoos on the back of my neck. 
uh, I have a uh, my astrological sign. Nice. Because apparently at one time I was a teen unwed mother of three. <laughs> <laughs> and then on my left shoulder, I have a happy face and half a skull smoking a joint. And I got that for the same reason I voted for Hillary. <laughs> To piss off my dad. <laughs> Both worked amazingly. Now, I um, I kind of... Uh, asking people awkward questions is something I specialize in. Yes. And I will that, often that's ask... That's a nice spin you're putting on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, like I will that. often ask people about their tattoos. Mm-hmm. Oh, like what Strangers. does it mean? Or, sure. Yeah. Strangers. He, he hasn't met a barista that he can't make feel oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, but or a, a server. Right. Because um, sometimes they're interesting. There was a guy, I was in line at the cafeteria, and the guy in front of me had one of those price codes tattooed on the back of his neck. Mm-hmm. A barcode. Yes. Bar, whatever you call it. Yeah, barcode. <laughs> and I thought, what? What? that's weird. So I just said to him, hey, what is that? What is that? And it was his brand of cigarettes. And he said it was so well done, it actually worked. If you scanned it, it would give the brand. So, but that was kind of cool, classic, uh, unusual. But uh, did it lock in a price? Yeah, it was the old price. Probably, right? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, he's I'm lucky. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, does, it doesn't work since the skin tags came in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, Every now and then it'll be a nickel off. <laughs> it's fine. You just paid for watermelons. Yeah. I was at a convenience store with a guy in front of me who was shirtless, which is ironic because it said "no shirts, no shirts." No <laughs> service. Yeah. Uh, he had a bunch, and he, across his back, and I don't know if he was being funny or not, but it said "can't ever lose." And gigantic level. L-O-O-S-E? Yes. And like I said, you know, based on the other tattoos, I'm just going to let it slide. I'm not going to ask him. I'm going to go out on a limb here. That guy might be a looser. I don't know. He, he might be. Uh, but now, Christy, read the story that I'm Yeah, doing. a new study out there finds a quarter of people surveyed regret at least one of their tattoos. The ratio is based off results from a large-scale questionnaire from laseraway.com. Well, of course, they're not. which also found that tattooed Americans are more likely to regret the placement or size of their tattoo rather than the imagery itself. Women are more likely than men to regret at least one of their tattoos. Nearly one in 10 tatted Americans admit to instantly regretting a tattoo once it was on their body. One in 25 people say they regretted getting someone's name tattooed on them. We've always said that. I would Instant- think that would be a much higher number. Yeah. Pat, you want to take this? <laughs> yeah, that's what happened with me. Uh-huh. And now, Pat, you had an overlay put on it, right? Uh, I think a cover-up it's called. Yeah, it looks like the bat signal. It's disgusting. It looks like kind of a squished bat. It's not really a good well, bat signal. Bad. Yeah, my ex-girlfriend put my name on her ankle, Patrick, and then I, I was sort of forced to... Got all liquored up on a Saturday and did it. <laughs> do, you, do you think that she still has that on her leg? I bet not. Uh, uh, no. I mean, she covered that up. Yeah. She She's just put, married now. And... She put Neil before it and Harris after. <laughs> so now it's just her Neil Patrick Harris tattoo. She Big loves thing. having a mother. Yes. Yeah. I wonder how many people regret the tattoo on their face. You know, that's got to be a higher percentage. So, like, you know, later yeah. on in life. So, let me ask you. You are a financial planner, right? And you're like, uh, yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> The spots people most regret getting tattooed actually were the upper arms, lower arms, and the lower legs. 
I don't think very many people have them on their face, though, so it's probably not a good representation. <laughs> I'm, seeing, I'm seeing more and more. Are you really? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Wow. One and then a lot, of the, a lot of the neck thing. What's the guy, the soccer guy? David Beckham? Yeah. Yeah. He has that whole... Post Malone's got wacky ones. Yeah. Yeah. I've been he does have a face tattoo oh. lately. Really? Oh, yeah. Very what are you going to get? Uh, maybe like a little uh, triangle or... I yes. don't know. Something, no, no, triangle like... The, the top of it right here in the middle of your forehead, down across your cheeks, and then the across Mike Tyson. your mouth. Yeah. That'd be badass. A little smaller. Oh, <laughs> one in six people say they regret their tattoos now that they're older, and one in five say they choose to cover their tattoos while at work. Now, um, uh, we met Pat and I in Louisville. Remember we met that... Yeah, that woman who removes tattoos. Tattoo yeah. removal, pro- which apparently involves a laser and it can be kind of painful. Our uh, staff member who got you your ice maker, Jess Hooker, she has some tattoos being removed. Mm-hmm. And see, it's very, very painful. You can and only do one treatment like every three weeks. Or do you something. remember the number one tattoo that she removes? Yep. Uh, yeah, I do. Wedding ring. Yeah, the wedding ring nope, tattoo. Nope, it's the wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, uh, I love that joke. Nick, as an actor, having a tattoo, I think it'd be a disadvantage because they got to cover it up, right? Yeah, yeah. I, it's a whole process. If you're in a period piece, you know, you got to remove that. So that's like you have to be in the chair for hours and hours. Yeah. I, I saw people doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Is there a particular tattoo in the little people community that's popular? <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, you're in a gang. It's like LPA, Little People of America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't think we have a tattoo, but okay. that would be cool. <laughs> I was just curious. I um, uh, you read that last paragraph of this. This is writing for Psychology Today. Doctor Bents Naney suggests the brain convinces convinces itself. That a tattoo is amazing, even if one's aesthetic preferences have shifted from what they once were. In other words, if you have a tattoo you don't like, you, your brain kind of convinces you. Oh, yeah, it's, oh, it's, yeah it's, it looks it's, great. It's still really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, so um, uh, coming up, we have what in the news, Christy Lee? Uh, coming up, we have cowboy boot Crocs. I'm sure everybody's waiting to buy those. Mm-hmm. Say no. <laughs> <laughs> we have an interesting thief story. Only the left shoes have been stolen. We'll find out about that. Hmm. By the way, um, do you think there should be a, a, like a, a three-day waiting period for tattoos? Like you come in, you tell them what you want, and they say, okay, here, why don't you go think about that for three days? There, there's so, actually, I, uh, I'm not making this up, I watch a tattoo person, and that's one of the things, if they don't want to do it, they'll make you leave and right. come back in 24 hours, exactly and then right. if you still want to put that on your face, then they'll do it. But they, some, oh. the reputable ones will make you think about it. If yeah. now, is, is the Asian language, uh, what, calligraphy, et cetera, is that still a big thing, or is that past? I don't. I have not seen anything. No, that was huge for a while. Yeah, that was yeah. A, your '80s deal. Yeah, is the barbed wire arm thing still happening? No, no. Pam Anderson's movie is way, way past. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, tell you what is happening. The fall is happening, and so is Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh is America's number one meal kit. Hello Fresh knows how busy you are in the fall. That's why they've got a bunch of great stuff, including these quick and easy options. 15-minute meals, in many cases, sometimes less. They do the shopping. They do the measuring. You just put it together. 
Lots of fall flavors out there. More than 40 recipes each week to choose from. They, of course, have done the shopping. They send you the food. They've done the measuring. And they give you the cards to tell you how to put it together. What do you got over there, Willie? Y'all, check out the Sheet Pan Dijon Onion Crunch Chicken with garlic beans and garlic bread. HelloFresh sends you seven ingredients. Put those together in four easy steps. In just over a half hour, you have this delicious chicken dinner you made at home with help from HelloFresh. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping. 25% less expensive than takeout, plus a lot less food waste. You're going to love it. So are your kids. So is the family. It's a great way to learn how to cook, by the way. Join America's number one meal kit today. 50% off plus free shipping with the code 50BTSHOW. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50BTSHOW. HelloFresh.com slash 50BTSHOW. Coming up, we're hanging out with comedian Nick Novicki. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Yo. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. There's Ace Cosby. Howdy. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. They were on Chick McGee. Wow, <laughs> nice of you to do We have, um, we have a comedian Nick Novicki is here with us. Um, uh, Nick is uh, part of a special film project, the Disability Film Challenge. He's kind of the uh, head honcho, if you will. At the Hacienda. <laughs> and sure. and um, uh, in January, you'll open it up again, and it's my understanding you go to disabilityfilmchallenge.com, find out the rules and regulations, and if you've got something that uh, in that sphere of any kind, yeah. uh, you can make you can make a movie. Yeah. Which is getting easier and easier to do with the, the, these beautiful cameras we have on our phones, et cetera, et cetera. And the coolest thing about it, too, is you don't have to have a disability to get involved. You just need one person in front of or behind the camera. So it's about, you know, working together and the future jobs. So you can learn about the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge. If you go to disabilityfilmchallenge.com, you can see past films. Uh, and ultimately, it's just about taking your career in your own hands and getting these jobs and, you know, it, it's it's the opportunities that come from it because you get to see people that have all different disabilities, whether they're little people, cerebral palsy, uh, Down syndrome, autism. You're going to see all these films tonight if you come to the Heartland Film Festival. And you're going to see, you know, our finalists and our winners. And you, you, got, you developed this 10 years ago. You're um, a man small of stature. Yes. Three foot ten. That's right. How tall is your wife? She is uh, four feet, so I get her to do a little bit more of the reaching in, in the uh, apartment for us. Oh, well, well. Yeah. She can hold that over you, literally. Yeah. <laughs> she does. Oh, that's nice. And um, uh, did you have an interesting romance, anything about that that would be unusual or fun to talk about? Actually, it, it is an interesting uh, – so when we met, she at the time – now she works in development, uh, TV development – uh, but she was an actor at the time, and she was at this Little People convention, and she was trying to learn about acting and all this stuff, and she was leaving. She was about to leave and never come back uh, to a Little People convention, and on her way out, she met my buddy, and she was like, yeah, you know, I'm leaving. It's it's just not working out. I haven't met, you know, actors, and my buddy goes, well, this is – you got to meet Nick. You know, he's, you know, on all these TV shows, and so we started meeting, and – you know, literally, if I hadn't been in the lobby of that hotel at that time, or if I hadn't walked in, you know, a minute later, we never would have met. And, you know, so it was a kind of crazy. And even crazier story is this ends up in the end credits of the movie Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez. Uh, we told that story Aww. in that movie. So if you watch the end, end credits, you'll you'll Aww. hear it again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, we're going to head over that way. 
See, typically, Nick, yeah. the shortest person in this room is Christy Lane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tall compared to yeah. this guy. He's, hey, I'm a foot taller. It's he's exciting. Sti- he's stilt. Yeah. You got some news headlines? Yeah. Crocs, the makers of the famed rubber clogs, are releasing a new item, a cowboy boot. The boots feature a Crocs toe shape with alligator-like pattern, black spurs, and a western pattern, as well as the Crocs branding okay. on the boot shaft. Crocs said in a release, quote, for years... The buzz around a Crocs-inspired cowboy boot has been building, creating a genuine fan-fueled movement trending across social media. Recognizing this passion, Crocs is making fan dreams come true, turning the Crocs classic cowboy boot into a reality. The boots are available online and for a limited time in Crocs stores. If you see them, they look, you can't really tell at first that it's a Croc. Hmm. Really? But, you know, I mean... Um, they look like fancy cowboy boots. I'm not sure how much demand is out there, but... Uh, I do have? not have a pair of cowboy boots. You don't? Mm-mm. You're a shoe guy. Uh, I don't. Do you have a pair of Crocs? No. Willie? Yeah, I have Crocs. You I like them. I don't like wear them out, but I'll wear them around the house. I wore them in here one time. Chick yelled at me. <laughs> okay, I That's think they only look... only because that actually happened. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> These Crocs... Cowboy boots look like something a little kid would wear. Yeah, they're cute. It's like kind of like literally, a, right? Like a mock-up gator skin on the outside of the croc. Is Have you seen them? There? Yeah, they're, yeah they're, I'm looking at them. Just so they're they they're full of holes, right? Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, that's <laughs> no good at all. So, yeah, the top is full of holes. There's like a weird think. fashion market of like folks wearing them kind of ironically, and it was ironic, and now they're just straight up cool. They're around Crocs. You'll, you'll see them around. Oh really? yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I saw a kid on a date a couple nights ago in this like cute little tiny restaurant, and he had on a, a white long t-shirt. Chick, you'll yeah. hate this. All right. He had on the, <laughs> the prayer beads, like the beads were double wrapped, right. a double wrap necklace, and a pair of Crocs. <laughs> On a date at a nice restaurant, trying to, make, out. trying to make an impression. Exactly, and that's and that's the look he went for. So, uh, I wonder how that worked for him. Yeah. <laughs> right, he was on a first date. He kept talking about nihilism. This girl must have been bored. <laughs> it must have been. He got to go. Yeah, it's basically a YouTube. Were video you eavesdropping? More like an audio. Oh, of course I was. Are you kidding me? Me and my buddy Colin are coming out. Colin's getting bored. Now I'm listening to this date, and I'm getting interested. Uh, you couldn't wear these cowboy boot Crocs on a ranch. No, your feet no, no. would get wet. Well, not it's, just wet, you'd be getting cow poop in your yeah, toes. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want it squishy between your toes. I'd imagine yeah. this will be like girls at like Coachella or like a Lollapalooza. Oh, yeah, with a short mini skirt. Exactly. And a, yeah. yeah. Although I feel like if your feet really smell, this may be a good little, you know, you get a little air, air yeah. you know, yeah. you know, make it <laughs> make it a little better. If your ranch is a condiment, <laughs> these, <laughs> these are the boots for you. Which leads to another shoe story, Chick. Pay close attention. Oh, about the theft? Yeah, this is serious police, business. Police in Nebraska say thieves stole $20,000 worth of shoes from a vintage store. Left foot shoes. K-O-L-N. Colon TV? Report, I, <laughs> I smell good. Oh. Reports Lincoln police officers responded to a store called Exclusive Hype on a report of a shattered window. Should it be. Surveillance footage shows three people entering the store making off with shoes that were on display as well as apparel. Officials noted that the trio made off with only left shoes as the right shoes were stored in another room of the building. Authorities are asking anyone with information about the theft to contact the Lincoln Police Department. I think they do that on purpose. So, so For this people, very reason. People don't steal them. Yeah, you don't steal a pair. You just... So... They're on, crazy expensive. Go so. on eBay and... Yeah. Hey, missing your right leg? 
Half gotta, price. <laughs> we gotta, are you half off? Well, <laughs> so, so are these shoes. Uh, Patty, gee, I, I see Patty G, you're uh, making some noise in there. Yeah, little uh, Nancy Sinatra, uh, cowboy boot Crocs, if I remember the bass part. Yep, got it. Here we go. Woo! You're doing great. <laughs> Some people don't mind their shoes are ugly. But now Crocs have a cowboy boot, they confess. If you're wearing them out on the range on a big old horsey... John Wayne will say, hey there, fancy vests. <laughs> These crocs are made for talking about. Now we're yakking about their boots. They got spurs on the heels. And they look stupid in a bathing suit. Here we go. All the way down. Hey there, fancy vests. Yeah. And John Lee really said that, didn't he? Did yes. he really? Chip does that the best. Yeah, in one of the Rio Lobos or Rio Bravo or one of those movies. Hey there, fancy. They try to get to uh, drop on him when he goes out to uh, talk to some folks. Mm. Hey there, fancy. Go ahead and pull that shotgun, but I tell you what. <laughs> John okay. Wayne killed people. It was awful. Uh, well, <laughs> those are movies. Oh, um, yeah, it was a movie. Yeah, okay. uh, now, Speaking uh, of shoes, we're not there. done. We have one more shoe story. We do. Archaeologists have discovered a 2,000-year-old child's shoe with its laces still intact. According to the German Mining Museum, the leather shoe is excavated in Nuremberg, Austria, where rock salt mining took place from early as the Iron Age. The shoe was well-preserved with its linen of flax laces intact, thanks to the area's salt deposits. What if they re- keep examining it and they find out there's a swoosh on the side of it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. There's your Planet of the Apes Part 6 or whatever. How about that? Uh, how old is it? It's 2,000 years old, and the museum said finding a child's shoe is always something special because it shows that children were present underground. Why is that special? That's horrifying. Yeah. Well, they were working, probably, right? No. Yeah, that makes it even more horrifying. They're kids. Well, uh, those were different times, as they yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, uh, when are you damn kids going to get off your ass? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Now he's got to retire from the mines this year. He's 14. He's too old right. now. Can't do too it no old. more. He's washed up. No, uh, no Velcro? No Velcro. Yes, yeah, as, uh, as uh, Josh said, I think it was. The guy who invented Velcro, Velcro shoes. shoes had to think that that's the end of laces. I am a millionaire. <laughs> no one's Here ever going to have tie shoes again. Yeah. You don't really see Velcro shoes for adults anymore, do you? Well, uh, uh, retirement <laughs> communities, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have a pair. There you go. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. Okay. That's, right. That's brand, on brand. No. Uh, Ace, does the Velcro shoes you have, do they light up as well when you step on the ground? <laughs> do, the teen, do the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles say something like, cowabunga as you step? I kind of always want to wear a pair. I won't wear Crocs, but I wear a pair of shoes that lit up with every step I took. I it's cool. Be, yeah, kind of cool. Oh, I'll wear those, those, play laser tag. Would you? Yeah. I, I used to love the ones that, I don't know if they're running where they, they had little wheels in the back. Heelys? Oh, wheelies. Yeah. Heelys. Those Heelys. are great. Heelys, yeah. I had those. We got them banned from camp. We wore them everywhere. There was a rule, the Griswold Healy rule. You bet. <laughs> really? Nice. Oh. You must be so proud. Hey, you know is it still a thing? You only have so many accomplishments in this That's life. That's true. And I made a rule. I think they're, are they still out there? You don't see them. You don't see them a lot. I've had too many injuries, probably. I would think. Talk about doing the splits when you didn't want to. Imagine for a man of a certain age wearing those around. <laughs> yeah. I'm flying. Somebody, you know, wheeling, through, heeling through an airport. Well, let me ask you this. I don't, I'm not taking questions. When you're in the grocery oh, okay. store, 
Yeah. Do you ever put your foot up on the back of the cart and give it a, pu- a shove and do like kind of a wee? <laughs> I've been known to do that. Yeah, sure. It's been a long time, but yeah, I'll do that. Willie? Yeah, every time in the parking lot. Every no single kidding. time. No kidding. Really? You bet. Jump up on it. It takes wee. an exceptional mood for mm-hmm. me to do that. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good time. <laughs> you say so. Sometimes you hit a guy's car and he yells at you, but besides that, really good time. A lot of fun. I you know, like you if you have the wheels, you know, then you yeah. become, you know, oh, you're yeah. moving like a little motorcycle. <laughs> you do both. the moonwalk? That's, you're flying too close to the sun when you you're doing can, that. Uh, you can cause a lot of damage with a shopping cart and a, and a car in a parking lot. Yeah, never park next to the uh, retrieval damage. spot. Yeah. Well, they tell you to do that, but... No, there's a space right next to, what do they call it, the corral? The cart corral. Yeah. Yeah, yeah people decide... You know, they're 40 feet away. Watch this. Well, they had a uh, television commercial they made about the PGA Tour. One of the guys would, like, 60 feet away and shove the cart into the cart corral, and there was a gallery. Oh, that's Sounds great. Made it. Yeah, I didn't even remember. Sounds, remember no, I didn't see that one. Okay. Now, Nick, when you're being three foot ten, are you uh, the the bar on the typical grocery store cart? Is it eye level or? Yeah, pretty much. So I pretty much just work that little uh, shelf, you know. That's uh, I, I don't throw anything in the bottom. <laughs> it's like we're going. Oh yeah, you wouldn't be able to get it out in the the top part, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. I never thought. Yeah, you can't get down in there to get it. No. So <laughs> I got to go. So you got multiple trips? multiple trips. Yeah. It keeps wow. me uh, keeps me in shape. I can't get too much. I go, you know. <laughs> well, they have the little carts where you could put yeah. stuff in the bottom. No, no, no. I I can bring whatever I want, and I. I work the room. I'm like, hey, buddy, uh, how you doing? Are you mind grabbing that? Uh, so, <laughs> I'd help you out. I'd yeah, shop yeah. with you, Nick. Yeah. No, it's... Uh... Not that I'd be a lot of help. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun. It'd be fun. Uh, Christy Lee at the news desk, what else have you got? A uh, black bear was spotted on board a luxury boat at a Florida yacht club. Captain Todd Dillman, the owner of a towboat on Marco Island, was cruising by the Naples Sailing and Yacht Club in his boat when he spotted the bear walking around the deck on a 50-foot catamaran. Have you seen this? I have not seen this. It's amazing. Dillman, who captured video of the unusual sight, told the Naples Daily News the animal swam across the harbor before getting onto the boat. He told WESH-TV... WESH-TV. We wish that we had an eye. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. We we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) He watched the animal pace around the vessel for over an hour. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission are monitoring the bear and trying to make sure it goes home. Marco Island? Yeah, That's... it's a nice boat. <laughs> um, and, of course, at that level of boat, you can't rule out it's somebody's exotic pet. You know, we've been talking <laughs> well, about all these super rich people often get, you know, oh, I've got a lion, especially if they're you know, hippopotamus. Yeah, Bonnie and I are going down to Marco Island to take the boat out. <laughs> we're taking the we're taking the we're taking, taking the bear with us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have any pets, by the way? I have Nick? a French bulldog. Oh, do you know? Yeah. All right. So she's she's awesome. All right. Very. How old? Uh she's six. Oh. So for for Frenchie, she's like she's getting up there. She likes just pretty much. We're at the same level of exercise, both of us. <laughs> we're like, all right. You want to go? Ah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. And um, once again, I want to say real quick, uh, coming up in January, you're going to kick in again with the Disability Film Challenge. And the way to find out about it is just to go to disabilityfilmchallenge.com. It's got all the rules, regulations, start times, et cetera, et cetera. 
Yes. So it's, it's a great program if you want to get involved in it. You could learn about it and watch all of the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge films. We have 10 years of amazing films, and we're going to see those winners and finalists tonight at the Heartland Film Festival. Are you in any of the films? No, I can't. If I if I was in a film and it won, there people would be throwing over wheelchairs, and you know, <laughs> it would be a riot. You know, so I can't. I gotta. I I I'm involved in just overseeing it, and we have amazing judges. Uh, we're sponsored by all the studios, the network. So this is really leading to a lot of jobs where people are directly getting roles cool. from these films and the exposure great. That, that we get. So. Okay, well, uh, congratulations. And um, if they want to explore your life, it's N-I-C, no K, right? That's right. N-I-C, N-O-V-I-C-K-I on all the social media channels, my website, um, and you know, learn learn about what I'm doing, and it'll link to the film challenge where you can learn more and about that. Were you always a Nick with no K? I was always a Nick with no K. So is that short? I, is that short for? Oh, I shouldn't say short. Sorry. <laughs> is that uh, a brief uh, for Nicholas? Yes, Nicholas. Okay, all right. Just and I was just lazy. Originally, I didn't want to write that extra letter as a kid. I didn't want that extra K, <laughs> and I just kind of stuck with it. I was like, look, my real name's Nicholas. There's no K in Nicholas. <laughs> it kind of fair fits enough. The, kind of fits the classic. Jingle, by the way. What? And I see, see you real soon. N O V I C K I something. <laughs> that's good. One short. Well, that's lovely. Uh, see you real soon. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, right now, we turn to Chick McGee. Is that correct? Raycon earbuds. It's the best time of year. Halloween? No, it's Raycon's anniversary. Raycon is turning six years old. And in that time, Raycon has made a name for themselves in the premium audio space. Everyday earbuds from Raycon, known for delivering high-quality audio and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life, perfect in-ear fit with the Raycon gel tips for all-day wear and lasting comfort. All this at the about half the price of other premium audio brands. No wonder they've already racked up 78,000 five-star reviews. And this past year, they expanded their business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon Power tech to thank everyone who's shown them support in the past six years raycon is offering 20 percent off everything on their site and select products up to 40 percent off celebrate raycon turning six with their biggest sale of the year going on now hurry to buy raycon.com slash tom and use the code birthday to get 20 to 40 percent off site wide that's code birthday at buyraycon.com slash tom you can score 20 to 40 percent off that's buyraycon.com slash tom Thank you very much, Chick McGee. Coming up today in history, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Get a look at today's show on our YouTube channel. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey there, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom with our special guest. He is Nick Novicki. And uh, Nick is uh, among the many performers in the new Spider-Man iteration, if you will. And uh, he's also the guy behind a uh, really great program called the uh, Disability Film Challenge. You go to disabilityfilmchallenge.com and find out about... uh, well, you can link to their YouTube channel and watch all these films over the last 10 years. They, They are what they call short films. Um, uh, And uh, it's really a cool program. And there's a bunch of great ones out there, so check that out. Nick is also a very fine stand-up comedian and uh, the former roommate 
of Nate Bargatze, <laughs> and uh, you're on tour with him uh, coming up. You're going to be in, what, Vegas coming up around the corner? Yeah, yeah. So I, I tour all year round with Nate and so many great uh, shows and opportunities with him. But I'll be in Vegas and Atlanta, Tampa, um, somewhere else, a couple Georgia cities. <laughs> <laughs> But, but you, you guys, but you, guys your website. you guys really were roommates in Queens back in the day. Yeah, yeah. We actually lived in a living room together. So uh, it was four comedians uh, in a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, and so Nate and I uh, were in literally a, a living room. We had a curtain that separated us. Oh, nice. At least you guys had the curtain, so right? So we did have, we had a lot of privacy. Uh, I'm glad you didn't say bunk beds because that would have been a really weird visual for me. <laughs> no, but it's been just amazing to see his success, and you know he brings so many comics that we started with uh, out. Good for him. So That's great. It's, it's like a family. So a tour hey, that would kind of be a good premise for a sitcom, you know, kind of like on a Mod Squad: one tall, one short. Uh-oh, I don't know. One blind. Right. What do you add? What do you add to the mix to make it fun? I don't know. Um, yeah. uh, now it's time for us to. Uh, do a little bit of learning here. Chick McGee, you want to help me? Well, I'm trying to get my mouse to respond. Okay. There it did. Time now for today in history. What number is it, Tom? Do you know? Today's the uh, 9th of October. Is that correct? Close enough. Okay. Uh, I got the chart right here. It says um, birthdays. Uh, John Lennon would have been 83 today. Huh. Um, the great John Lennon. Sharon Osbourne was born in the state in 1952. Oh, 19, huh? Okay. <laughs> I thought it might have been 18 something. She's uh, done a great thing to keep uh, Ozzy going. Hideous, yeah. Hideous woman. Uh, it, it's interesting that. Um, no good. And she's become kind of a celebrity on her own. Yes, she has, hasn't she? Uh, the uh, tremendous Tony Shaloub, born in this date in 1953. Monk! Yeah, he's great. He's great. Uh, do you remember Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I love that show. I love that Isn't show. he in one of the NICSs or NCISs or New Orleans? There you go. There you go. Uh, born in 54. Um, uh, Steve Burns. Anybody know who he is? Born Steve in 74. Burns? Burns. Not Burn? Steve Burns. <laughs> Didn't he write uh, Sliding Down the Banister? <laughs> no, Steve, no. <laughs> that was no, Peter Burns. Peter Burns. Peter Burns. Peter Burns. Peter Peter, yeah. I stand corrected. Uh, he was the host of Blues Clues. Oh, oh yeah. The original host. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he, he right. kind of reemerged in a really positive way recently. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I, thought he was, I thought he was great. Um, on this date in the year 1000. Huh? Crusades? Leif, Leif Erickson discovered okay. Vinland. Which was, well, he spelled it wrong. North America. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, all, in 1000, all the Vikings away games. Anything? Anything Trying to conquer the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tomorrow we have Viking news. Yeah, we do. We almost got to it today, but we, we ran out of time. Viking uh, miniseries yep. and Vikings are really hot, hot right yeah. now, man. And we f- there's a new thing they found out about Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? They you like iced coffee? Be- Originally, there were three horns. You are going to be so pissed. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I it's, truly can't It involves wait. Viking um, yes. how, housing. Hmm. Wow. Really? It's yeah. a magnificent They story. lived underground. They weren't above ground yeah. at all. Traveling Airbnbs. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I'm going to ask you to do your famous uh, song in a second here. 
What famous song? Well, uh, in famous 1986, song. the Phantom of the Opera by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Phantom of the Opera. That's one of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great soundtrack. All right. Okay. Let's um, go back in there for another six days, see if you can come out with anything else. Uh, that's pretty much it for today, I think, in the world of uh, today in history. Things we learned on the show today. Learned a lot. <laughs> Did we, though? <laughs> Uh, Tom said right out of the box this morning, he's got a feeling it's going to be a great Halloween. <laughs> I'm really excited about Halloween. I mean, Halloween. you were like pumped you, up. Like... You were very excited. Some would say psychotic, but not me. It just seems to me that there's more stuff out this year. People are excited about Halloween. And we finally got to the bottom of it. You can see more of your houses in the new neighborhood yes. is, what, uh, is what you've got a hold of there, I think. Yeah, because they used to live in kind of a woodsy spot. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, didn't see a lot of your neighbor's houses. I the, I'm the only one that has observed this? <laughs> yeah. I think you might be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I also, we also learned, I I detest Halloween. It's my least favorite holiday. Remember, I said that today. Do you have a pumpkin by. yet? No. Nothing. Okay. No. Nothing. No. I have, I have like 20 on my front. Of course you do. Well. And I have nine witches. In a couple hours, you'll have 19. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Tom went to a haunted house and became an honorary Ghostbuster. There is a photo on Check Bob the website Tom, uh, Tom Socials. Uh, Ace doesn't have time to fix his back window. Besides, it's only been two and a half weeks since it broke. <laughs> Three. Been longer than that. <laughs> Tom's going to get to the bottom of this and fix it for him. Is that right? Is yeah, that the the passenger side, the back window out. It's, pro- it's probably a very quick repair, Ace. <clears throat> get it done. <laughs> Just a clip. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Tom highly recommends a tiny mirror for shaving. <laughs> Apparently, a shower mirror. You told us that they have mirrors available in showers now, which yeah. is very exciting. But it's a handheld, so you don't have to have it. <laughs> huh. It's great. Where do you put it when you're not holding it? Does it have a suction cup? You stick it on the wall? a little shelf I've got in the, the shower. Oh, you got a shelf. You're gonna, that's going to crack and your feet are going to get cut. I got it because I, was, I sliced my face open last week. Because I was trying to free shave. Mm-hmm. Free shave. Just wing it. <laughs> and, uh, no, you got to be able to see what you're doing in there. Uh, let's see. Tom is also seeing more face tattoos these days. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what's going on there. But you are seeing more face tattoos. Yeah. Now people work from home now. They don't have to be out in public. <laughs> <laughs> you got to really think that through if you're going to do it. Yeah. And if you forget any everything else we did today, remember when Tom said, quote, I'll tell you what's happening. The fall is happening. (laughs) (laughs) Check local listings. Thank you, Tom. Um, Nick Novicki, once again, it's N-I-C-N-O-V-I-C-K-I. Find out about Nick, and he's on tour with Nate coming up uh, in the fall. And um, you can check out these great movies, disabilityfilmchallenge.com. Find out how you and your friends could enter. Mm-hmm. Once again, the thing starts up again in January. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Just got to get a hold of us? Call, fax, mail, or email. Get all the contact information you need at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.